Welcome back to Word of God. We are three English majors who have set out to analyze Supernatural now that it's done to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old-time fan. My pronouns are be, them, or it, it's, and you can follow me on Tumblr at the voice of Night Vale with dashes. I'm Emma the Latecomer. I use any pronouns. You can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma. I'm Wyatt the Newcomer. I use he, him pronouns. You can follow me on Twitter at Topple Thrones, and I apologize for getting to say the newcomer last time. <laughs> You can follow the show on Twitter, Tumblr, and on TikTok at Word of Godcast. And, and hi, it's been a long time yeah, since it, I have spoken it, into a microphone. It has. Uh, thank you for being patient with us uh, for that little break. Uh, but we're back and stronger than ever. Actually, we're not. The heat is killing us. We're all dying. <laughs> I'm back um, with Milfie, at least. It's true. I, I haven't named my, my laptop, but she betrayed me. She did. It was have you really spoken? Sad. Have you spoken the name of your computer into a microphone before? I can't remember. Or like, well, into, I, into a microphone, yes. I yes, definitely but, okay. said it in. I mean that. Have you spoken it on the air? I I don't I think, think so. so. Not not to our lovely listeners. Yeah, my computer's name is Milfie. Because she's a powerful woman. It's she's true. a powerful woman. We love women um, in STEM. It's so true. true. Named after <laughs> a sim I made because I asked Alex what the sim should what the sim's name should be. <laughs> And Alex was like milfy, and I was like, "That's extremely funny." I did not know that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Today we're talking about um ninety nine problems and uh point of no return episode seventeen and eighteen. I don't know why I ordered it like that, but whatever. Um. Content warnings for these episodes will include content warnings for this episode include Christian zealotry, alcoholism, attempted murder by immolation, suicide, eye trauma, being buried alive, and having to dig oneself out of one's own grave, and self-harm. If you'd like us to warn for something we don't already flag, you can reach us through our Xbox on Tumblr or send an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com. Let's see, do we have any emails? Yeah, I was gonna say, we should check our, check our shit. I think it's just promotional stuff. Yeah, new login to Twitter from Firefox desktop in Brooklyn. That was me. (laughs) before my computer promptly blue screened and continued to do so <laughs> it was really sad did you get that fixed no <laughs> i think okay here's what i think i think it's just firefox is doing something weird with windows 10 which makes me think that it's not a bug it's a feature because windows is fucking hell because i did a full windows reset full windows reset you know factory reset um and it still happened doesn't happen with Microsoft Edge. It would occasionally happen with like other non-internet pro- programs, but it always happened when I tried to use Firefox. So, wild. Yeah. If I ever need to use my laptop, I'll bring it back to the guy who fixed it last time, and he can help me because I love him. But yeah. Okay. Shoutouts to local computer repair people. Shoutouts to he the. Was so nice. Shoutouts to the guy who fixed my phone. So true. Anyway. For this anyway. Yes, yes. Episode ninety nine. Wait, not episode 99. It is episode, episode 99, actually. Wait, is it? Oh, that's why yeah, it's called that. According to Gabe, anyway. I'm that's why it's called that. Yeah. Let me, I, can, I, I, I was, I was desperately racking my brain. And I guess it's, I guess the other thing is, is that, is that the, this is a, that they're leaning into the misogyny because mm-hmm. the horror of Babylon, spoilers. I mean, you've seen the episode or you don't care, so it doesn't matter, but. Yeah. It, but it, but it's a, but it's a bitch ain't one. It's not a. Yeah, to be fair, one. the bitch is very much a problem here. <laughs> yes, that is also the thing. Yes, yeah, she is. Not at the the end of this episode. By the end, they can say they have nine. You know what? But a whore ain't one. You know what? That's true. You're right, Emma. All right. <laughs> so true. Anyway, guy. let's get into why that is the case. Yep, so it is the 99th this, episode. Uh, this recap, we have 
a reminder that Lisa exists and that Cass is having a faith crisis. Then we cut right into the boys being pursued by demons and getting rescued by some guys who use an exorcism yeah, in rocks. and not Latin and a holy fire hose attached to their holy fire truck. It's, it's it so good. Slaps. They should always do that. It um, owns. They are the Sacrament Lutheran Militia, and this town is full of people who are fighting off the oncoming apocalypse. There's like a wedding that's the 8th this week, which is, I think, a nice little commentary on how people treat apocalypses. Yeah. And then Pastor Pastor Gideon, Father Gideon, I don't know, I think the transcript is inconsistent. I might have just messed that up. Father um, explains Gideon. to the boys about this being a town full of hunters who were quote-unquote told not to call the National Guard. Uh, his daughter Leia shows up and knows all about them from the angels, so she's the one who told them not to call. Um, Sam and Dean are less than thrilled mm. about this prophet. Uh, and Dean then tries to hit on her in front of her preacher father. Thanks, Julie Siege. Uh -huh. this episode. Um, pastor, pastor, because it's a Lutheran church. Okay, thank you. Um, Sam calls Cass and has to leave him a voicemail. Uh, more on that later. Sam and Dean <laughs> yeah. talk about how weird this place is, and Sam points out that Dean is no longer talking about saving people. Oog. Then Leia has another vision, and they all go on a demon hunt. In the aftermath of a successful hunt, Dylan, who is supposedly a teen, despite the drink that the Winchesters <laughs> let him sneak as they hang out, uh, gets got by a demon, and Leia tells Dylan's parents, Jane and Rob, that Judgment Day is coming when they'll get paradise on Earth and see Dylan again, if the town follows the angel's commandments, which turns into prohibition real quick, and Sam is yeah. like, Dean, how are you going to live like this? And Dean goes, whatever happened to cultural sensitivity, Sammy? Not in those words. Dean's more like, I literally don't care anymore because I have depression. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He's not doing well. Also, uh, I think if you're old enough to fight demons, you're old enough to drink a beer. Which is to say, that kid probably shouldn't have been fighting demons. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, Dean sneaks off to ask Leia about the angel's claims about paradise, and she admits that the fighting is going to be bad, but continues to claim that the planet gets handed over to the Chosen for peace with their loved ones. Dean dislikes being called Chosen, and Leia says it must be hard being the vessel of heaven with no hope. Um, in my transcript, I have a little frowny face. Sam yeah. drinks with Paul, who's just some guy from town that they met earlier, who refuses to be a hypocrite by suddenly believing and listening to things he never did before. Sam Paul's brings great. up his own faith issues, and then the boys reunite and discuss how the town is now being cut off from like internet and phone service and cable and becoming a, quote, fundamentalist compound. Uh, Sam's pretty disgusted by all this, but Dean is too hopeless to care since only the angels can actually help anyone, so they may as well go along. Uh, Dean is considering giving in, meaning saying yes to Michael, and Sam is obviously very upset by this. Then Leia tells her father publicly that the angels are angry that people aren't obeying. Rob and Jane are very interested in knowing who is stopping them from going to paradise to reunite with their dead son. Uh, meanwhile, Cass shows up, having drank an entire liquor store. He is so mean to Sam. And I love <laughs> uh, He says that Leia Gideon really is not the name of a prophet or he would know. At the same time, Dean sees a disturbance at Paul's tavern. Rob is trying to run Paul out of town for not being a true believer, while Father Gideon tries to calm everyone down, but then Jane shoots and kills Paul. Dean comes back to the motel shaken. Cass explains that Leia is the Whore of Babylon, a false prophet taking human form from Revelation. The demons are hers, the exorcism is fake, her goal is to condemn these people to hell for spilling innocent blood in God's name. Uh, Jane gets Leia to tell her the angels are pleased that she killed a sinner. Father Gideon is horrified. Leia says it's not a sin to strike down evil and weaponizes faith to stop him arguing. Um, Cass gives the boys a uh, Babylonian cypress stake, but says that Leia can only be killed by a true servant of heaven. Um, or more accurately, uh, the whore can only be killed, and the whore has already killed Leia. But I'm going to continue calling her Leia. Uh, cut to Leia giving instructions to get rid of named sinners, threatening her quote-unquote father that if he doesn't stop her trying to 
if he doesn't stop trying to stop her, uh, she'll name him next. Then Cass kidnaps Father Gideon to get him in on the plan as the Servant of Heaven. Cass has a hangover, and Dean chats with him about de deadbeat dads. Leia continues to get Jane and the rest of them to prep for some mass murder of quote-unquote sinners, which includes kids, um, until the boys show up with Cass and Father Gideon. The stake gets knocked away from Gideon, and so Dean reaches for it, and Leia mocks him until he does in fact manage to kill her with it. Sam is really concerned by this. What do you mean you're a true servant of heaven? But Dean brushes, brushes it off until, yeah, he sneaks off in the car. Oh boy, guys, we're getting close to finale time. Yep. Dean visits Lisa and tells her that when he does picture himself happy, it's with her and Ben. She's like, wow, you're uh. unwell. Come in and have a drink. Uh, but he's too busy being tormented with the destinies, and so he just warns her that things are about to get bad, but he's going to arrange for her and Ben to be okay no matter what. And yeah. so then he leaves without saying hi to Ben. They kiss briefly. He says, bye, Lisa. Credits. Yeah. <sighs> Remember when this was the Sam show? <laughs> right. Sorry, Sam did yeah. do some things in this episode. They just are not as important to the plot. He, like, saves the people who were going to get burned alive, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And talks to Castiel. He yeah. does talk to Cass. He calls okay. Cass. He's the one to call Cass. Castiel Truthers Rise. So true. <laughs> um, so from the top here, uh, I just need to say... This the the scale problem of the show continues. My like major note for this episode is why is the whore of Babylon in this like podunk town of like I don't know five hundred people with one church? Like it doesn't make any sense. She Maybe condemns she, like no. what two souls to hell. Maybe she'll like do what she can here and then move on to another like small religious. I guess, town. I guess it could be a, a reverse Jesus situation of starting okay. in a really small town and then like gradually growing a movement. I suppose that's fair. It's just like, yeah, hi, it's the Whore Babylon. It's we're gonna deal with this in one episode and uh, it's going to have almost zero ramifications. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, I've, I've said before, like the apocalypse feels so small and like disconnected in the show. The most it's ever felt like a big deal is when we saw the future and the earth was ruined. But like that was that was the future. It's fine. I don't really care. It's just funny to me. Um, I'm going chronologically. Yeah, sure. Okay, my first note is that the fight scene with the demons at the start uh, is it like it starts in Meteorez. It's like they're already yeah. being chased. Yeah, they're being chased, um, which is fun. You get to skip past all the oh, there's a demon now. They're chasing. Yeah, us. it's just like oh god, there's so many after us. <laughs> my, my note for the fight scene is that it's terrible. In that, like the shaky cam is so intense that it's really hard to figure out what's going on, and it's like. Yeah. <laughs> my note here yeah. is so drama. Which I can only assume is uh, the fight scene. Uh huh. However, as I said earlier, this this holy water fire truck owns. It's so good. They should just they could just win the apocalypse if they taught every small town in America to drive around a holy water fire truck and just what are the demons supposed to do? It's a fire truck. Mm hmm. That what do you know? Do you have any idea the pressure with which that water comes out of the out of the out of the pipe? They're they got no chance. Hose, not pipe. Hose. Yeah, I don't know. The little glimpses we saw this episode of like what a community who like knows about monsters like yeah, can do. Yeah, they have a line. I'm skipping cool. ahead a little bit, but like when they have that successful hunt scene, uh, they say the boys say something like, "So that's what it's like to have back." Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> How are you still going to continue being like nobody yeah. should know about the supernatural? This is special knowledge for only a few people. You are actually yeah. getting people killed. 
And it doesn't like go bad. Like the the part where it's go goes bad is that like they have a they're turning into a cult. But like the practical knowledge that these guys have, like there's nothing wrong with that. Like that doesn't bite them in any way. Like yeah, demons are being sent to them, but like they're killing them. They're winning. Or they would be if the information they had was correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah Libertarian like natural is really exposed as like a, sh- a weakness here. Yeah, I yeah. think like there's the this episode is making claims about like the vulnerabilities of coming together, whereas like they're they're susceptible to false leadership. Um, yeah, like as a community, they're tricked into doing terrible things. Whereas if they were all like it's every man for himself, then they wouldn't be like committing mass murder; they would be committing individual murder. And this is why hierarchies need to be abolished. So true. <laughs> it's it, I think it's uh, an interesting contrast to the Croatoan episode of like that one was very individualistic yeah. mm-hmm. um very libertarian apocalyptic wet dream um i think like obviously the point of this episode is like following religion blindly is a bad idea yeah um yeah. they speed ran like the um intensification of religion mm-hmm. yeah, and it makes sense in terms of like this is this is small scale american society without like the normal like the normal like setup of how to do a community is like these people aren't just going to suddenly change their ideologies overnight and like of course they devolve immediately into like all listening to a prophet and also like immediately having cops Mm -hmm. (laughs) they just make their own cops and start doing cop shit like saying that this guy can't run his bar yep like this is the the crystal fascism that's like all over like that's yeah. the buzzword right now. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. This episode is about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's not <laughs> I said one of my notes of this episode is uh is ripped to women, I guess. Yeah. In terms of, oh boy, uh what's her name? Jane? Jane. Yeah, yeah. is like Jane. the most the most like two-dimensional my child like woman yeah. I've seen in a long time. It's like just yeah, it's just really... going to straight up murder children. Yeah. She doesn't it's, succeed. She's very in much that, like but... a hysterical. Yeah. Like Why the Maximoff who? <laughs> Speaking of which, my dad watched Multiverse of Madness while I was at my parents' house yesterday. Mm-hmm. So Wanda Maximoff is on my brain. Fair. So it's Sam Raimi. Shout out to Sam Raimi. He should uh, direct more movies. He should. Just in general. I gotta watch that Evil Dead TV show. I've heard it's pretty good. This is not about Supernatural. I know. I, oh. <laughs> I mean, Evil Dead, the Evil Dead TV show and Supernatural have a decent amount of crossover with each other in terms of like what they're about but regardless uh yeah demon demon fire truck uh this community is cool like until it falls into fascism yeah um i like like the in like two days yeah 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 but i like the big shot we get of like you know they have all the defenses they have like a um one of those like anti-demon sigils on the ground like leading into like the barbed Mm -hmm. wire like defenses that they've erected they've got patrols going on uh, the church has been turned into like a battle station where you see people like preparing equipment. Yeah, uh, I think that's uh, a little Dean, bit later. Dean but calls out like a twelve-year-old is preparing salt rounds, and he's like startled by this. Says Mister Sawed-off Shotgun in sixth grade. Yeah, yeah, but like to see it on the scale of like an entire town is condoning this is weird for Dean because he's currently in the like he's in a headspace where he can accept that like he should not have been made to do that and now everyone yeah. here is just like yeah that's normal it's fine yeah it's uh you know 
It's not great, but neither is being hunted by demons. They're doing what they can. I'm not going to condemn yeah. them for that. Yeah. Like, and yes, like, the kids should be playing, but also they should not be being threatened by demons. And I like it's understandable if the kids wanted to like help in some way. Yeah, and they're not just taking Leia's word blindly. She has been right. She can tell them yes, where the demons yeah. are, and that's, she has like evidence of her prophetness. Um, she's not just like saying things, and they're like, "Yeah, that sounds reasonable." Yeah, it's, so they it's... have legitimate re reason to religiously believe the things that she says. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's just they lose they they lose their sense of critical thinking when they need it the most. Yeah, mm -hmm. you are not, which is their to... downfall. Which is valid, like know. it's a it's cult mentality. Yeah, exactly. but um, yeah. Yeah, there's um, real quick, just going on the like equipment prep like scene. There's something really interesting about like the way this shows like what a community can do when it comes together when it comes to like dealing with monsters because like the boys gotta like pack their own salt rounds. These guys have built like a machine to do it. Uh, well, and, that's like, just a regular they've... reloading machine. Yeah, but they've like oh, I guess that's fair. Yeah, they are like. I ass yeah. I assumed you would have to modify that to do salt instead of. Uh, not from why, what I understand. But... Alex has okay. a reloading bench. And okay. You literally just put the the things in the thing. And All then right, fair enough. Pull the lever. They've still like um, turned this also like into like basically an assembly line of efficiency. Yeah, which they've automated mean, it like, in a way that the, they the boys they have can't. like the the they have like a bunch of like big water jugs out for like t turning stuff into holy water. Mm-hmm. It's neat. Like, yes. Um, going back a bit, when they first show up to this town, um, they're in the church for this wedding, and Father Gideon goes, who would have thought the apocalypse could be so romantic? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Interesting mm. thing to put in your show that is not a romance. I'm crazy. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, I, I, my note is, for the wedding, is polycule heart emoji, because there's like five people. <laughs> Like, I know they're all, like, getting married separately, but they're having, like, a simultaneous ceremony, but in my heart, uh -huh. they're a polycule. And, like, the urge to get married in the apocalypse is just another, like, offshoot of this urge for community. Like, nobody yeah. wants to go through the apocalypse alone. Yeah, yeah and it really, like, digs into the um, the positives and, positives and negatives of when a community, like, really clings to each other and in that way, in terms of anyone that doesn't, like toe the line uh becomes an outsider like like our boy uh paul paul yeah i don't remember father gideon has a thigh host holster which i think is like yeah. unlocking something for dean <laughs> yeah <coughs> i will not elaborate all right and i've been thinking a lot about thighs today Shut okay. the fuck up. Anyway, Dean says, a whole town full of hunters. I don't know where they'd run screaming or buy a condo. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, Dean wants to be with other people. Like, we learned that at the end he of this episode. He really wants to be with people. He wants to settle down so bad, but he also wants to get out of the hunter lifestyle. And this idea that, like, he could have both of them is just so fundamentally incompatible with his brain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they get a, did a good job with... um. Leah, Leia. I've been saying mm -hmm. Leia because that's how I pronounce the name Leia, but I don't remember which way they say it. Me neither. I think it's Leia. I we'll just go with Leia. It doesn't matter that much. Um, I I'm I'm waffling on this because there's a character in my tabletop game whose name is Leah. That's I'm like, mm -hmm. is it? And, and that is the thing that I also like. Wait, is it Leia or Leah? But anyway, um, 
I, I think they did a good job with her in terms of I did not suspect her immediately. I did not immediately clock what was going on here. It's like, I don't know, this could have gone in several different directions. And like, she is sort of like, I don't know, she's not she's not that suspicious. She does. And like, we've seen prophets in the show before. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, OK, I it's like not until the turning point uh, where uh, the, the like martial law is declared Christian fascism occurs um that it's like okay something's going on here but even then like the angels are not good people or beings like i could totally see them doing that yeah they set it up in a way that makes it like really uh difficult to grok like what is actually going on like for for a while my running theory was that like she's a prophet but like a specific rogue angel potentially zachariah is like using these people for some reason rather Mm. than it being uh, rather than her being the Whore of Babylon, which I think further speaks to, like, the community's willingness to listen to her, because she yeah. does, like, feel pretty genuine. Yeah, um, I also think, I think this episode could have, uh, this episode could have leaned into the, like, how heaven and hell really aren't that different in mm-hmm. this war footing, um, which, like, obviously the show addresses a lot, but, like, how they are in in this moment, like, almost completely unintelligible from each other. Yeah. Mm. Which, like, I think that's there in the subtext, but, like, um, you know, it's, uh, they don't want to, oh my god, sorry, I just, I just learned something. This should have been in the episode. Um, I (laughs) I, I what what was I talking about? They don't I don't think they I think they're scared. It's 2010. I think they're scared to like directly say like Christianity bad. Yeah. Mhm. Um sorry, the the thing I just learned is that the the town that this takes place in um uh Blue Earth, Minnesota um is famous for having an an enormous t- an enormous statue of the Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> oh my god, they could have made a same joke. The it it attracts over ten thousand visitors a year. They have a like a green giant like memorabilia museum. I don't know why they have this statue. Was there like a was there like a factory here? I don't know. If you are a um, tiny little town, you need something. It's true. I'm gonna look into this in the background, but I will post this. I I will post this Jolly Green Giant statue for us to put in the refs. <laughs> this is extremely. This is this is the most Americana thing I've seen in a long time. Like, welcome to our little town of three thousand people. Look at this brand. <laughs> Behold the beauty of this brand that watches over us, our patron deity. So true. Um, speaking of deities, Cass's voicemail is you have reached the voicemail box of I don't understand why do you need me to say my name <laughs> so true it's so good it's, it's so, so good it's a really good bit he's so good in this episode I love him he's just a little fucked up guy and then there's just like some beeping afterward like after he says that there's just like some beeps before the real beep to record like he's just been pressing buttons it's yeah. so good it's really good mm-hmm. I cast up understanding phones continues to be an extremely good bit mm-hmm. I love him uh, also, this is where, th- th- right before this, this is where Dean flirts with Leia. Yeah, <laughs> right, right in front, front of her, her dad. dad. 
Like, yeah, she's an adult, probably, but also, like... But also, he's right you there. Got a lot of, you got a lot of chutzpah for uh -huh. that. Um, okay, I figured out, I figured out why. This is so funny. The giant has stood in Blue Earth since 1979 due to the efforts of radio station owner Paul Hedberg. He hosted a show in Blue Earth entitled Welcome Travelers, where he would interview people as they passed through town. He gave them green giant vegetables canned in a local factory, so yeah, it's because of the factory, at the end of each show, and the guests would sometimes ask, where's the green giant? When Hedberg learned that Interstate 90 would bypass Blue Earth, cutting off his supply of guests, he figured that a life-size giant by the freeway might be enough to lure travelers into town. Hedberg received approval, but no money, from the Green Giant Company. The entire project was funded by Blue Earth businesses, with Hedberg himself kicking in the largest amount. This is the most Americana thing in the world. It's like, oh yes, you want to build a statue of our brand, we'll accept this, but we're not gonna, like, pay you for it. Like, we're not- we're just gonna accept this free advertising if you want it, build it yourself. Yeah. That's so funny. Also, life-sized cracks me up as if the Jolly Green Giant is a real real thing <laughs> that has an actual size. They could make the Green Giant whatever size they wanted. He's not real. I think that the Jolly Green Giant is the size of a speck of dust because he is only giant compared to Whoville people. Fair enough. What are they going to do? Tell me I'm wrong? Nope. Um, back to he's, just, he's just been orphaned <laughs> by his parent company. Sorry, yeah, let's go on. I guess not. Okay. Um, no, no, no. It's just yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dean's loss of hope throughout season five is so tasty. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. he my boy's got depression in mm -hmm. the in the deepest sense of the word. Uh, yeah, this he's is where so tired. He doesn't know what to do anymore. Sam's like real like ugh. These angels sending people to do their dirty work. And Dean's like, yeah, and? He says, then you get ripped to shreds. Dean says, we're all going to die, Sam, in like a month, maybe two. I mean it. This is the end of the world. But these people aren't freaking out. In fact, they're running to the exit in orderly fashion. I don't know why that's such a bad thing. Sorry, I don't know that that's such a bad thing. Who says they're all going to die? Whatever happened to saving them? And then they get interrupted. <sighs> oh, boy. Yeah, exactly. Dean's like, well, if you're going to die, and we are, you may as well do it. You know, together. Yeah. Politely. With the organization. And Sam's like, why Why are we going to die? Why, mm -hmm. What happened to always keep fighting? Yep. Yeah. What happened to I got a GED and a can-do attitude? I know that that was give all bravado, but... Give him Sorry, give him hell attitude. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't get away with that. I can't. Um, I also really like... There's something very, like... The aesthetics of this are very cool to me in terms of the alarm bell for, like, a demon attack warning is the church bell. Mm -hmm. I think that's neat. This weird sort of, like, Christian apocalyptia. If you want a like. queer take on Christian apocalyptia, play the visual novel We Know the Devil. It's one of the greatest visual novels ever made and is only, like, three hours. Sorry, I had to get that in there. Yeah, it's just like the why it, why it's like oh it's so apocalyptic that there's like free ad space in this jolly green giant uh, <laughs> statue. Anyway, read kill six billion demons. Read Kieran Gillen's fucking Moon Knight. Read listen listen. We know we know, we know that we know the devil is about like queer kids at a horrible summer camp, and also they're magical girls, and it's about accepting the devil because it's cool. It's great. <laughs> Anyway, um, the battle rages, the, when, they fight on, these demons. That, when the church bells ring as a warning, okay. Dingo, something I said. <laughs> Which would have been really portentous and is cool. He's like, I am the protagonist yeah. of this little town, actually. And he's right. So true. 
um yeah the battle rages etc uh there is a i think this fight scene is pretty cool in terms of like it's a good set piece as far as like this abandoned house that they're fighting inside they have to like go up like into the house uh like sneaking into it they run into a demon outside uh there's like a bunch of like working and fighting together inside of the house in a way that's pretty Mm -hmm. neat uh there's a bit that i think is pretty cool where like sam gets knocked down by one demon uh and like meanwhile uh dean is like shooting another demon in the stairs uh and like sam fights off the one that's pinned him with his knife but then another one like comes behind dean as he's fighting the one on the stairs and sam just throws the knife and hits him in the back and it's like very very kinetic and cool i also have that noted down Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then Dean like a lot more dynamic yeah. than we usually get. Yeah, Dean like then takes the knife out of that demon's back and stabs the one that he's fighting with it. Yeah, it's a good back and forth. Okay, like what happened to saving the people that the demons are inside? But whatever, it's a cool Literally. fight scene. It's fine. And yeah, it then we get them all like. Apply. Yeah, and then we get them all like power walking away from this like victory, and this is where Dean's like, so that's what backup feels like. Or sorry, Sam says that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this kid gets killed. Rip. Rip. I love how they're like immediately like, here's this child. Imprint on him very briefly. Yep. So that he will feel feelings when he yep. dies. It happens instantly. Because he's going to spur it's the plot really of the good. rest of the episode. It's Aww, just. Isn't this kid cute? No, well, yep. he's dead. Do you f- how, how do you feel about that? Have feelings. Yeah, it's like just ticking the box, ticking the emotional manipulation box. Which I don't say in a bad way, like, it's just, uh, that's, that's what all storytelling is, if you have that perspective, but it's just, like, it's very, uh, it's very flagrant. Most stories hide it better than this. Mm-hmm. Then we get this funeral, and, uh, the, in hindsight, the, like, interrupt- interruption of, like, hearing his spirit or whatever is, like, real rough, considering she's, like, a fraud. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, in the middle of him, in the middle of, like, the pastor, uh, like, doing the funeral speech. Yeah. She is really putting on the sauce of mm-hmm. manipulating these people. I wonder if she planned this. Oh, yeah, the demons were under her control. I can't imagine that it, she didn't. Yeah, I just mean, like, the whole thing was bait to just, like, kill the kid to justify uh, tightening control. Maybe. She probably had at least six plans. Yeah, very uh, Palpatine of her. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, chaos agent returned. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like how this presents the Rapture as sucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know the bit in Good Omens where Zirafol possesses the televangelical, um, and he's like, "If that's your idea of a good time, anyway." Yeah, yes. it does suck. What's great is, like, this is just straight up, like, Christian dogma. Mm-hmm. The, like, it's gonna be okay, you'll see Dylan again. When the final day comes, Judgment Day, will be resurrected, and you'll be together again. We'll all be together with all our loved, one- loved ones. We've been chosen, the angels have chosen us. We'll be given paradise on Earth. All we have to do is follow the angels' commandments. This is just what, this is just true, this is just true, this is just what Christians say. Yeah, this is, this is just church. <laughs> Julie Siege isn't Jewish, is she? I'm literally Googling that right now. I don't <laughs> think so. Stop having my brain. Again, drift compatible. Yep. Gay as hell. Okay, I'm getting lots of different people's results, which is completely not what I asked for. No, I don't mean Julie Siegel. 
um while you do that is sam's like they just outlawed 90 percent of your personality and he's like yeah whatever it's like mm-hmm. you're cool with it he's like i'm not cool I'm, I'm not i just man i'm not a prophet we're not locals it's not my call well dean buddy he's like bruh I, it is enough that i'm like still walking around do not ask me about my political takes on this fucking hodunk town yeah this isn't political science class yeah not my circus not my monkey He's in a bad, bad place, these two episodes. I think my next note is this episode is not good. Oh, I think this episode's good. I don't remember specifically what, what prompted that. I know me and Emma were sitting <laughs> on our bed like, hmm. I mean, the next thing that happens is the dean uh, Leia conversation, which I think is neat and interesting. True. Like I said, I don't know what prompted that note specifically. Um, I can't find anything on Julie Siege being Jewish. I lost track of where we are in the... I'd, as I said, this is when Dean walks in on uh, Leia just like lying on the couch being like, oh, oh my angel migraines. My angel um, migraines. And they have this like yeah. interesting conversation right, right. about her view of the apocalypse. But also, of course, this is all He's so through the lens of like she's lying to him. Mm-hmm. And also where she goes, Dean, you're chosen. He says, yeah, more like cursed. Yeah, she says, like, when we win, it'll be peaceful. No monsters, no disease, no death. You're just with the people you love. Which does sound alright. That's the whole point. Yep. Um. Then Sam and Paul have their talk while they break curfew to drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like this scene, too. Yeah. It's like, wanna help me kill some inventory? Because you can't sell any of it now. That's good. Mm-hmm. As you know, we, like, skipped the scene earlier where they're hanging out with Paul, but he's like, Apocalypse is good for business. Like, everyone's everyone's here <laughs> drinking a beer. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Now they're all at home praying. Yeah, like, and I, I really like guns. what Paul says here of, um, uh, yeah, between you and me, neither are half of these guys. A couple months back, they're all in here getting wasted, banging the nanny. Uh, now they're all warriors of God. Cheers. And, like... He, him and Sam like raise their drinks um and yeah he says like there's demons for sure there maybe there is a god I don't know fine but I'm not a hypocrite I never prayed before and I ain't starting now if I go to hell I'm going honest that's yeah. fair there's the and like better a heretic than a hypocrite I guess yep yeah yeah I like I like Paul a bunch he's a fun character mm-hmm. rip to him rip. rip I think this is the more successful version of uh killing the kid who, like, we yes. barely got to know. Like, we have this, like, good scene between Sam and Paul where they, like, connect, and then he dies, and then it's like, oh, that's sad. Mm-hmm. He's an actual character. Yeah, with, like, uh, drives and a personality and, like, convictions. Yeah. Instead of just a kid that's like, oh, man, we got those demons. So he doesn't talk that time. He's, <laughs> like, he's like, I don't know, 19. Love your little kid voice. And then Sam goes back to the motel... Wait, hold on a second. Sam says, I believe, yeah, I do. I'm just pretty sure God stopped caring a long time ago. Oh my god, Sammy. He used to pray every night. He, yeah. Like, Dean is losing hope, but Sam has lost his faith, and it's so sad. Well, they literally got confirmation that, like, they're not... Yeah, God doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yep. Like, that's, that's that's gonna do a number on someone. Yep. Crises of faith, my fucking beloved. Mm. Um, and yeah, this is the, where 
Sam and Dean talk in the like place they're staying at. Hold on, I'm not moving on from Sam's crisis because it's so oh, okay. tasty. Uh, he's not giving up though. He's having like a rough time. Mm -hmm. Everything sucks, but he's yeah. not giving up. Yeah, no, you know what? He's True. doing True. the Anna Milton of there is no will, no wrath, no God. Maybe or maybe not, but there's me. Like, I can still do God something. Even though God doesn't give a shit, he's still going to keep working. Even though he has chosen to be the literal vessel of Lucifer. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I'm not just going to lie down and stop trying. Which Sam used those doing. 10 free sessions of therapy that Harbor Awards for students. <laughs> Stanford. Yeah, and this is this is where, like, even though it is the Dean show, is, the Sam stuff's really working for me still in mm -hmm. terms of, like, what his own character arc has become. I think it's mm -hmm. good. There's there's some good stuff with Sam next episode, too. Yeah. Like, they stopped focusing the story on Sam, but what there is about Sam is still so compelling. Yeah. I love you, blood freak boy. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, I remember and, when Sam had a character. Yes, I mean, speaking of which, this is where, like, I was going to transition to. This is where we get this uh, scene of them talking in the motel. And... Yeah, total cutoff from, quote, corruption of the outside world. Yeah, yeah, they turned off the internet. Mm-hmm. They can't call Cass anymore because the cell towers are down. Sam's like, what point does this become too far for you? And Dean says, angel world, angel rules, man. The angel's got the only lifeboats on the Titanic. Yep. He says, who exactly is supposed to come along and save these people? It was supposed to be us, but we can't do it. Can't do it. He's so done. He's he's like, all right, well, nothing else for it. Yep. And Sam's like, you can't do this to me. I got one thing keeping me going. You think you're the only one white-knuckling it here, Dean? I can't count on anyone else. I can't do this alone. Yeah. And then Dean leaves, even though it's past curfew. Yeah. We get this ominous scene. This is this is where things get to get really ominous on top of the, the martial law. Is uh mm -hmm. it's like the angels say we can't go to paradise because someone isn't listening. Well Yeah. And then drunk cash shows up. Drunk yeah! Cash shows up. Bestie. He shows up like leaning on the wall because he is very drunk. He drank the entire liquor store. Um he entire. says, I got your message. It was long your message, and I find the sound of your voice greeting. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Are you drunk? Sam no. Goes, dr yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so good. This is great in that, like, he drank the he drank all those shots and it's fine and must have been thinking, like, how much do I need to drink? Is it possible for me? And, like, yes. he he found out and it's a, it's a whole liquor store. He found the liquor store and Ima he drank it. The Imagine store. being the guy who owns that liquor store coming in tomorrow and finding everything uh -huh. fucking emptied. What do you even tell the cops? Where did they go with it? <laughs> I sort of assumed it was a liquor store in this town, and that being the case, like it, it's not allowed to to. You're, they'd not be allowed to sell stuff anymore. It's eh. probably been abandoned. I like the idea of. <laughs> no, I agree. I just, that's just... that's what I assumed at the time. Yeah, like it's not yes, even a he bar. Could've... He went to a liquor store. Yeah. Because eventually they'd stop giving him drinks. Mm -hmm. So his only recourse is theft. It's true. He might have left payment. You don't know. It's true. Uh, the original owner of that bagel was blessed. <laughs> and like, you can't Sorry, reference Vic. We haven't even cut, posted it yet. One person on the planet understands that line. Anyway, um, yeah, Sam goes, "Are you and, okay?" And Cass leans in real close and then says, "Yes." Stupid questions. It's so good. <laughs> I love I him love so much. I love, I love it when so it gets much. busy at the apocalypse and the gay angel gets mean. Exactly. 
Um, he does that look at the sky thing again that he does when he, whenever like religion comes up, it's like the names of all the prophets are seared into my brain, which is so cool. Yeah, Misha Collins is having fun with like drunk Cass's physicality. He's like I'm a little bit fun with drunk Cass's physicality, a little bit unstable on his feet. <laughs> He's like leaning against stuff, swaying back and forth, squinching. Somebody give that man a medal. Yeah, he played that gay angel for ten years. He did. He wasn't even gay. <laughs> he wasn't even bisexual he wasn't even bisexual god anyway um this is where jane kills paul yeah uh they're they're fighting they're having a loud disagreement yeah. um and rob says sorry paul there's no other way and paul says come on what country is this yeah interesting, interesting. classic Amer Just classic americana call to that yeah uh, I, I really like this. Like, we grew up together. I stood up at your wedding. Like, you want me out of here? This is my home. Mm -hmm. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, Rob says, don't make this hard for us. And Paul's like, hard for you. Yeah. This is a little bit, what are you going to do? Shoot me, says man shot. Mm -hmm. But he really was not expecting them to, like, escalate to that level. And, like, everyone yeah, else no, is freaked out friends. by They Jane just shot him in this. the face. Yeah. They, yeah. Nightmare scenario. Yeah, it's real rough. Uh, Dean comes back covered in Paul's blood, um, and Dean sees Cass and goes, where the hell have you been? And Cass says, on a bender. And Dean says, mm. did, he, did you say on a bender? <laughs> and so, Sam says, yeah, he's still pretty smashed. Cass goes, like, raises It is not of hand. import. Yeah. I'm going to let you do all the Cass lines. It's so good. <laughs> um, before that, also, I want to point, there's a good ominous line of, like, Dean says, like, Jane shot Paul, and Castiel just says, it's starting. Yeah, I love him. Um, we get another good cast bit here, and they're talking about the Horror of Avalon and the Enochian exorcism, and Castiel's like, it's fake. It actually means um, you br you um, breed with the mouth of a goat. And everyone just looks at him, and he dead goes, silence. funnier in Enochian. Classic. God, classic. <laughs> so classic popular Castiel in old-time fandom. I, I really like this because it implies that there's Enochian curse words and jokes. It just mm -hmm. reminds me of... um. Uh, who was it? What angel was it? Um, it was, uh, Uriel's the Robert Wisdom. Yeah, it was Uriel. It's the funniest angel in the garrison, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I funnier than know... Enochian was on Redbubble Designs. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely, now that I think about it, I've definitely seen that around. <laughs> um. You cannot escape. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I want to know more about angel humor. Mm-hmm. The rest of my notes is Bestie Heart, which is probably about Cass. Jeez, I don't know what that's about. And then... Incredible. It was exactly like that sitting next to him. Yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> that's just what it's like. The episode does come a little, become a little a little bit less interesting at the turning point because the mystery is over and now they just need to go kill Leah or Leia. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a scene where where like her dad is like you just shot a man um oh right dean also has a really bad line here that i don't want to say but it's in response to taking out the whole taking out leia mm -hmm. um he uses the word bitch and he also uses the, the word of it pimp. Is more derogatory. oh yeah jeez yeah that's a bad line that's probably yeah. what my g's note was about yeah and then anyway, he's like, how can it be okay to, like, kill a man whose sin is serving alcohol to people? And she's like, it's not a sin to strike down evil. Smiley face. Yeah. 
he starts he Heart continues emoji. to ask questions and she says you always taught me we have to have faith yep faith as like using faith down as a bludgeon it's yeah. so tasty yep yep and it sucks and is bad <laughs> also when they're talking about like we need a true servant of heaven to use this cypress take stake yes. uh castiel's like not you or me sam of course is an abomination so good, <laughs> classic. He's such it's really, an asshole. It's really funny. I love drunk Cass is so good. Uh huh. I wish we saw more drunk Cass. He's so mean. He's so mean. He's so mean. I love it when Cass gets to be mean. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite thing. Yeah, these guys suck. They're just constantly. They just suck, and he has to deal with them all the time. Yep. And meanwhile, God uh-huh. doesn't even care about him. There's a, there's uh-huh. another really good like angry Cass moment in the next episode that I'm excited to talk about. Is it? it that's the yeah. The, well, I had a gift that is. was rotated 90 degrees of that. <laughs> of course you did. Bit. Of course you did. I saw it on Tumblr! <laughs> we it was like six years ago! Next episode, we are in the middle of this episode. We will talk about that when we get to it. <laughs> I, I have thoughts about Pastor Gideon being like the one reasonable man here, which is very much, again, like they don't want to. Of, of Like, they're really towing the lines. Like, oh, don't worry, we're not criticizing things. We made the only reasonable man the pastor. Yeah. Not all Christians are bad. Yeah. It's not it's Christian Christianity in America as a systemic yeah. thing is not bad. Meanwhile, literally everyone who's not uh, a Christian in America is like, um, that was really bad radio. I'm sorry for my really loud um. <laughs> this were Eric Kripke writing this or Ben Edlund, it would be different. If it was Kripke writing it, it would be worse. It's true. It probably would be worse. This episode is about the whore. Yes. Yeah, well... I just mean the takes on Christianity, but you're right. I'm glad Eric Kripke didn't write this episode. (laughs) I wish Ben Edlund had written it. I wish Ben Edlund had written most episodes, so... Yeah. true. All that aside, I do like when she's like, he's like, you're scaring these people. Um, He's like, you're gonna get somebody killed. And her response is, let me go, or the next sinner I name will be you. Which is, again, like, yeah, using like, it as a bludgeon even more. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the, the, the veil is starting to fall away. Um, and, of course, the show is setting him up here as the one who has to kill his daughter. Which, thankfully for him, does not happen, even if she is the, actually the monster who killed his daughter. So he'd be getting revenge. But, you know, she looks like his daughter. And it's rough to mm-hmm. do that. Like, the next scene is where Cass talks to him. Um, yeah, Cass shows up and says uh, his name, and he says, yeah, who are you? And he says, I'm an angel of the Lord. And he goes, yeah, sure. And then, poof, they're in the motel. And he says, what the hell was that? And Dean says, yeah, yeah. he wasn't lying about the angel thing. It's really good. So true. Um, also, like, Dean just knows what Cass would have said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's had to deal with that script before. Um, then we skip ahead through the exposition, and he's like, I can't do that. Which, fair. Uh, yeah, he says, like... Castiel says, you're a servant of heaven. He says, and you're an angel. And Castiel says, poor example. Of poor one. example of one. Oh, Cass's little existential crisis is so tasty. It's an existential crisis and an identity crisis in one because he is an angel. So tasty. I love to see it. I love piling on crises onto my little Borbos. Love when my characters are having a bad day. So true. Speaking of which, how much aspirin should Cass have? A whole bottle. Dean... I don't think Cass asks for aspirin, you know? He's just standing there, yeah. like, looking at pained, and Dean throws him a bottle of aspirin, and um, Cass says, how many should I take? And Dean says, you should probably just down the whole bottle. He did drink an entire liquor store. That's true. Um, 
and Cass says thanks, and Dean says, like yeah, don't mention it. I've been there. I'm a big expert on deadbeat dads, so yeah, I get it. Yeah. How do you feel? The John God parallels do not stop hitting. Mm-hmm. And Cass says, how do you manage it? And this is bad, but Dean says, on a good day, you get to kill a whore. Yeah, like, Rolling you're not my funny, eyes. Dean. Yeah, I know what the intention is, is like, on a good day, you yeah. get to kill a monster and save people, but it does not sound good to be like, yes, I am going to kill a whore. Like, no, that's that does not sound <laughs> Yeah, good. please, begging you, Dean, listen to the words that come out of your mouth for one uh-huh. second. I mean, it's very Dean. It makes sense that he thinks it's funny that he can say that and, like, it means something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go back to Leia and her followers shoving people into a storage unit, and then she says, get the kerosene. Uh, which Jane yep. does hesitate at. She says there are kids in there, but she's going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Anything to see her child. Um, then we get the fight scene. Mm-hmm. She says something, presumably in Enochian, that like has an effect on Cass. So he's mm-hmm. out of the fight. We also see her spooky face in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do. Um, where is that? I remember seeing it, but I don't remember when it happens. It's between telling Jane to get the kerosene and the fight scene. Yeah, 32, 20-ish. Her like whole demeanor changes when she, she's like, ah, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, her face does like a warp and like twists and gets like longer and her eyes change color. That's all right. Um, so I already said in the synopsis what happens in the fight scene, but basically Dean's the one who goes for the stake. And Leia says, please, like, you're a servant of heaven. This is why my team, meaning hell, is going to win. You're the great vessel. You're pathetic, self-hating, and faithless. It's the end of the world, and you're just going to sit back and watch it happen. Yeah. Vibes. Uh, And then he does, in fact, stake her, and she, like, catches on fire as he goes, don't be so sure, whore, which rhymes. It does rhyme. Mm -hmm. Which almost makes up for it. Mm -hmm. It is the Dean show, though. Like, it's very much the Dean show. Mm Mm-hmm. Imagine you're Jared Padalecki, and you get first booking, and Eric Kripke is like, yes, you're the specialist boy. You're the main character. (laughs) And then the rest of the show happens. Maybe that's why he is the way he is. (laughs) I don't think getting a Second Amendment tattoo is because Jackals was Eric Kripke's specialist boy. That's fair. Yeah, Jared Padalecki, I I remember being so shocked when Jared Padalecki got arrested for drunken assault. But, like, now looking back, I'm like, that was, like, the tamest thing he does now. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, um, as Leia dies, or I guess right after she dies, Jane says, I don't understand. How are we supposed to get to paradise now? And Dean's like, pretty sure you're headed in a different direction. Like, girl, you shot your friend. There's not going to be a paradise. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? It's going to be a swimming pool, you stupid slut. Yeah, exactly. That one. Um, Dean and Sam are like helping Cass and Pastor Gideon walk upstairs. They're just mm-hmm. holding him. Just holding him. He's a little guy. Ripped you tight and raised you from perdition. So true. Um, Sam is like, how could, how did you do that? Dean says, I saw a shot, I went for it. But that means that, like, empirically, he's been proven a true servant of heaven. Like, no matter what he was thinking before, like, he's got that evidence now that he could and should be doing this. Yep. And so Sam is obviously like, tell me you're not going to do something stupid. And Dean says, give me a break. Do something stupid? No. 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 Never. Never. Dean doing something stupid? He says, I'm Dean just going to grab some clean bandages out of the trunk. Relax. Yeah, and then he just um, takes off at high he's speed. He's booking it. Jailbreak. He just he leaves Cass Lisa. all, like, hurt. How could he? Mm-hmm. 
There's a very funny look on Sam's face when he like realizes what hap what's happened and is like taking off out the door. Yeah. He's got he's like. I mean, Sam, this Sam is on mode. you. He did try to be like, "Where are you going?" But Dean, all Dean he had did. to do was lie, and he yeah. just left. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Dean is very pretty in this scene with Lisa, and he's wearing the leather jacket. Yeah. Yeah, the colors are better. Like the 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 very color grading is different in the scene. Very much brighter. Uh, Dean says that they moved Lisa and Ben. I have no idea how he found them. I guess he looked them up. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. God, remember? It's not like just, she texted like, find him. People in the yellow pages. Yeah, I mean, Facebook is a thing at this point. Maybe he looked her up on Facebook. Dean still thinks that MySpace is cool. Whatever. Wasn't that he like multiple her, years here. ago? Yeah, like a couple years. Dean being a dark never dies. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he found them. He shows up. He says, I didn't have your number. So, like, he couldn't give her any advance warning of dropping in. But he still managed to find her in her new house. But it's yeah. fine. It doesn't matter. It's He's fine. Here. Whatever. Um, Ben's at baseball. Is it baseball? Yeah. Baseball as code for, like, normal childhood. Um, Compared to, like, the Adam thing where John would take him to baseball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's good shorthand. By the way, I just want to say. And also super American. Before we talk about this Lisa scene, the last thing we get from Pastor Gideon ever in the show, a character who will not come back, uh, is Sam going, you'll be okay, and him going, no. LMAO! That's, that's just the life of a minor character that the boys, who the boys stumble into their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Not even a minor character. Well, it, he is a minor character, but it doesn't just happen to minor characters. It just yes, happens. yes. Anyway, as Lisa scene happens, and I think you guys may have mentioned this, like, I picture myself with you line at some point, because this rang a bell for me. I think Ash probably has, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, when I said, I think I have, I didn't, I must have inadvertently mentioned this line specifically, because I have terrible memory, but I was in, I was referencing the fact that he dreams of having picnics with her, which Yeah, is, well, I mean, when we saw that. Yeah. I yeah. just, I just, I feel like I've heard when I picture myself happy, like that specific line. Like, I think what I probably saying? said something Like when along Dean the pictures himself lines. happy. Yeah. But it was not like, because I was referencing this line specifically. It's just because that's how, that's Dean. Yeah. God, he's so miserable all the time. He he's says, so I have miserable. no illusions, okay? I know the life that I live. I know how that's going to end yeah. for me, which is to say soon and bloody. Whatever. I'm um, okay he says, with whatever, that. I'm okay with that. Oh, he's not okay with anything, but all right. More importantly, I'm not okay with it. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, she's like, come inside, let me get you a beer. He says, I wish I could. Take care of yourself, Lisa. She's like, you can't just drop a bombshell like that and leave. Dean, you're so much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, but when are we going to talk about, uh, I know that I can't have this, but when I do picture myself happy as with you, now I'm going to leave. Yep. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And she's like, ah. you can't just do that. No. Yeah. Don't like, do come this, in and talk. Dean. Stop. Shut the fuck your fucking face. And Dean's like, no, I can't. Everyone's going to die. It's so much. It's so much. Yeah. And yeah, this is the thing. This is what does it is like, he'll say yes to Michael if, if the he people can, he cares about. Yeah. If he can guarantee protection for, for Lisa and Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about season six. <sighs> Don't worry about it, though. You're listening to Word of God. Um, Ash makes incoherent noises into the microphone for an hour and a half. Yeah. Mm. Lisa says, whatever you're thinking of doing, don't do it. Because, like, it's so obvious that this is his suicide note. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Ugh. 
he's not being subtle at all. He's like, well, I'm about to go die. Um, but don't worry, you're going to be okay. And she's like, Isn't can you maybe not die instead? He writes a literal suicide note at yes, the start of the next episode, Next right? episode, yeah. 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 She says, at least say bye to Ben. And he hesitates because he's so tempted, but he goes, it's better yeah. if I don't. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really good scene. It's like, it's interesting because it's like, it's both selfish and not mm-hmm. in that like, He's come to her to warn her, but he can't, like, not tell her. Like, he needs to do this, like, for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I think that's, I think that, like, dichotomy is interesting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's very Dean. Mm-hmm. And then after the kiss, she has a single woman tear. Diversity one. So true, yeah. It's true. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Dean is going off to do something stupid. Yep. Um... Yeah, I still don't know why you said in your notes that episode, like, that you didn't like this episode, Ash. Emma, why didn't episode. we like this episode? Because I think this episode was good. I think it's just the misogyny. Well, yeah, but that's the show. And also, it, okay, the point is that it's critiquing Christian fundamentalism, but that still means I have to endure sitting through Christian fundamentalism. That's valid. Okay. I just so, like, I don't Emma like going, watching this episode. this episode. It is pretty good. Me. Oh, that might have just been me being overwhelmed with the the thoughts and the the consumptions the thoughts and the consumptions and the 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 vapors yeah valid okay so i so i so i I guess we can broadly agree that this is like a good and interesting episode then yeah from a character perspective i think like when you hold the like the beats up to a microscope like that's where it falls kind of flat but like broadly yeah okay i should clarify we're watching, we're talking and watching, we're talking about and watching Supernatural. I like, we took a two week break. I watched some actually good TV shows in that period of time. And then I was like, oh, it's time to go back to Supernatural. Like, I also everything, watched everything this episode I'm saying, two weeks ago. So. Yeah. Everything I say positively about the show has the caveat that it is Supernatural. Yeah, which yeah, is why I don't even bother bringing up the like misogyny and like the failed attempts to say something about the world, etc. Because that's just part and parcel with the show. I just accept that at this point. That's not I even like being it, like factored into it. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just like it's not. It's like yeah, I get to scribble yeah. lots of things in my notes because it's yes, no, I love talking about it. It's not just this like particular one. I gotta, yeah. I if I'm gonna be here, I need to find what enjoyment I can out of this show, and I enjoyed yeah, this yeah, exactly. episode. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. Yeah, exactly. That's the brain worms. What enjoyment you can is that Cass is in this episode. So it's true, I finished season six. Very good in it. I started season seven. There is no Cass anywhere to be found. Oh, it's a fucking drought. We got a drought. Great. Um. Yeah. I was. I, I was. I was grinding out battles in uh, Final Fantasy Tactics while I was watching this episode. And when Cass showed up, I like put down the controller for a little bit. Chin hands. The power That's of Castiel. So true. There's just something about him. There is. Sometimes you just gotta put a little gay gas in your show. It's true. All right, actor facts time. Um, I actually I missed an actor fact for uh, Cindy Sampson, <gasps> who plays Lisa. Uh, she is also one of the protagonists of the horror movie The Shrine. Carmen. Uh, next, uh, David Gideon was played by Larry Point Dexter, who is a real working man of an actor. He's been extras in genre TV shows since the '80s, or like one-off like episode characters. Um. And is also Father Louie in Days of Our Lives. So he does play a father. He plays a pastor and a father. He's got the, Days the of Our Lives Christianity is in the show? duo. It, yes, Days of Our Lives. Yes, is in, in the, the Jackal, Jackal show, if that's what you want to call it. 
Um, Jane was played by uh, Johanna Newmarch, who played Molly Sullivan in When Calls the Heart. Uh, speaking of soap operas, Rob was played by Michael Shanks, who played Dr. Charlie Harris in Saving Hope, uh, which I feel like has come up before. I think another character in the show is in Saving Hope. Anyway, Paul is played by Bruce Ramsey, who played Commander Gendron in 19... 19- Two. There are so many police procedurals, you guys. I feel like I learn about a new police p- p- police procedural like every day. Literally. Like there are millions of them, They're I feel everywhere. like. Um and Dylan was played by Brett Dyer, who played Michael Cordero Jr. in Jane the Virgin and C B in Schooled. And every single time we do actor facts, I'm like, there is so much TV I've never heard of in my entire there's life. There's so much TV. Emma, there's so much TV. <laughs> It's partly why I like doing this, because I like I see like X character was in 70 episodes of the show I've never heard of in my life. And I'm like, what's this? Oh, whoa. What's this? Um, anyway, uh, we're going to take a break here and we come back. We'll talk about Point of No Return, episode 18. Why? I so badly wish I had been in the room when you saw this. Yeah. We were literally like, I it's bet so Wyatt's good. gonna fucking love this. It's real, yeah. I no, I did love it. I did love it. It's it's great. It's one of my favorite cold opens in the show. I think. Same. It is so good. Yeah, it's time for my nap. Um, anyway, this episode was written by Jeremy Carver and directed by Phil Scrisha. The flashback thingy is mostly about Zechariah being mad he's a laughingstock. It also reminds us that Adam exists and that Dean is thinking about saying yes to Michael slash committing suicide. Because yeah, those I'm things glad are kind of synonymous in this I episode. I did not watch this recap because if it reminded me about Adam, I would have known what was coming, probably. <laughs> See, I just know the plot of season five. Yeah. Inherently. It's, like, burned into my soul. Um... So in our cold open, this cold open fucking rips. It's so good. It's so good. Me and Emma were literally like, I wish we were in the room when Wyatt watched oh, this yeah. cold open because yeah. it is so much Wyatt's shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that I'm gonna leave the conversation we had about it in because it's like that's fine. Okay. Um so in our cold open, we're in a bar. Zachariah is drinking, and another guy dressed like a white-collar worker sidles up next to him, and they get to talking. They bond over the fact that they've both been fired and how corporate suits suck ass, even though they're both wearing suits. Then a light shows up uh-huh. and kills everyone inside. Looks like Zachariah's got his job back. Title card. Please watch this cold open. We'll talk more it's in so detail cool. about this cold open. It's re- yeah. it, it, it slaps. It rips. It's so good. Uh, now we see Dean in a motel. He's packing a box. His jacket, his keys, his gun, a letter... He addresses it to Bobby, and then Sham, Sam shows up. <sighs> um, Sam is, or Dean is l- l- quite literally on, on a suicide, like, pact. Yes. Um, so Dean and Sam get into a fight about walking out, and then Sam threatens him and says he's going to stop him from killing himself slash saying yes to Michael. Turns out Sam brought Cass to help, who pops up and grabs Dean. Now they're in Bobby's house, and Dean's being a sourpuss, and everyone's trying to just ignore it to hopefully find some solution. Dean makes a shitty comment. Uh, to Bobby, and then Bobby has a speech, and it's, ugh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, then Cass hunches over because something's happening. He disappears, and then he reappears in the woods where there's a bunch of fallen trees. The ground is pulsing like it's alive, and when Cass goes to investigate, he gets attacked by a pair of angels. He fights them off and then pulls none other than Adam Milligan out of the ground. 
Back at Bobby's house, Cass shows up with Adam. Cass has an inkling about what the angels are doing, so he brands Adam's rib, and then Adam wakes up. Uh, Dean and Sam start to explain the whole, like, hey, we're brothers, you know, blah, blah, blah. But Adam already knows who they are. The angels warned him about Sam and Dean. Turns out the angels have decided to move on to plan B. Since Adam is John Winchester's son, that technically means he's a vessel for Michael. Adam's been force-fed the Kool-Aid, so now Dean and Sam have to try and unforce-feed it to him. They lock Dean in the panic room because Dean's about to like, run off and go say yes to Michael. Dean makes a comment to Cass that makes me go, hmm. Uh, and then there's a long conversation <laughs> about, uh, I say this, but that's not really what, there's a conversation. Sam and Dean have a conversation. There's a lot of conversations in this episode. Um, then mm -hmm. Dean baits Cass into getting blown away and he makes an, ex an escape. In Adam's dream, he and Zachariah talk and Zachariah continues with the propaganda and also threatens Adam with not being able to see his mom in heaven. When, uh, with Dean, he approaches a random street preacher and goes, Hey, do you know who I am? Go get an angel. And Cass shows up and totally kicks the shit out of Dean. It rocks. Uh, it rocks. He flies them back to Bobby's place and turns out Adam mysteriously disappeared right under Bobby's careful watch. In the beautiful room, Adam eats and drinks while Zachariah talks to him. Turns out Zach didn't actually want to use Adam as the vessel, but instead was using him as bait to lure Dean to the green room so he could be forced to let Michael in. Sam and Dean decide to go save Adam, even though it's pretty obviously a trap. They manage to find where the beautiful room is. It's in Van Nuys, California. Cass is going to take on five yeah. angels, basically suicide, while Dean and Sam get in there to grab a Adam. Cass zaps all the angels back to Oz, and Z Sam and Dean grab Adam. Zachariah corners them and starts killing Sam and Adam to get Dean to say yes. Zachariah starts summoning Michael because Dean's like, okay, that's fine, whatever. Uh, but Dean says that Michael can only have him when he kills Zach. Then Dean instead uses the distraction that he's created by being like, haha, you're expendable to kill Zachariah. Then Dean tries to get Sam and Adam out of there as Michael comes down, but Adam gets trapped inside the beautiful room. When the light fades and Dean can open the door, it's gone, and so is Adam and Michael. Sam and Dean have a moment to talk about how fucked up everything is, and Dean apologizes, and then the episode ends. <sighs> yeah. I didn't breathe yep. enough. Yep. <laughs> yep. This is a fucking episode. That was an episode. It's so good. Certainly. This one is so good, you guys. Certainly an episode. Yeah, so this is good shit. So first of all, this is the first instance of uh, Jeremy Carver getting Misha to take his shirt off. But far from the last. Good. It's always either a Carver era or a Carver episode. Very funny. I'm going to say it. Misha is to Carver what Jackals is to Kripke. One more time? Yeah, sure. Misha is to Carver what Jackals is to Kripke. You're so right. <laughs> I'm just putting words in orders. And then Ash is here to be like, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I would, like, give my general thoughts on the episode, but it, there's, like, too much, there's too much. Too much. We just need to, we just need to talk about things as they happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so, let's see. This cold open. Yeah, the cold good open. Good cold open. It's so, so good. Z so uh, Zach got fired. corporate heaven, again, is always tasty. Mm-hmm. The, like, so, direct parallel between Zach and a human guy who lost his job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This guy's name is Stuart, apparently, Rip Stewart. Uh, he goes, let me guess, pink slipped. Yeah, yeah. And Zachariah goes, that obvious, huh? And Stuart says, uh-huh, it takes one to know one. Outsourcing. What was your crime against humanity? Uh, Zachariah yeah. says, deal of the millennium. Couldn't even get the one simple yes I needed. Gotta nail that yeah. bottom line, right? Yeah. That's, That's all they care about upstairs, ain't it? Results, results, results. They don't know. They're not down on the ground in the mud, nose to nose with all you pig filthy humans. Am I he's right? He's like, huh? <laughs> Wait, what? what'd you say? He's, he's like in the middle of agreeing, and then he, he like, his brain catches up to what he said. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then Zach I mean, just keeps talking and he's like, okay, yeah. whatever. I'm just going to keep going with this. Yeah. I mean, whatever happened to personal loyalty? How long have I worked for these guys? Five millennia? Six? Seems like Stuart's, it, don't it? Seems like, God yeah. damn straight it does. And then he orders them both another drink. <laughs> yeah, he orders this guy a drink. Each other. I want to read... Someone has absolutely written a fan fiction where Stuart doesn't die and Zach and Stuart become friends, right? That has to exist. <laughs> I hope so. I want that. I want, I'd like... Zach dies in this episode, so it's like it doesn't matter. But like, mm -hmm. if Zach continued to be a villain, I would want Stuart to be like the one human he's friends with that we like see them hanging out. Like, oh, um, we just watched what we do in the shadows, Emma. It's the that, yeah. that guy. Yeah. I was gonna make a way more cursed uh, reference, which is okay. a show I don't recommend. I watched the first season of it because I thought it was more about lesbians than it is. Um, but Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid has a like ancient dragon monster that like wants to end the world but instead he just moves in with this roommate who he plays video games with and they chill out and i'm just oh, a yeah. big fan of like the like a mortal creature that has no like frame of reference for humanity just meeting like this one guy that they vibe with literally so true yeah it's like uh born sexy yesterday if it wasn't sexy mm -hmm. yes uh, and then Zachariah asks, so what are you going to do next, Stuart? And Stuart goes, hell, I don't know, maybe something to do with the internet. And Zach is, like, yeah. delighted. He's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, the internet. And then Stuart dies. And then, the, yeah, and then, like, everything starts rumbling. The thing I really like about this is, like, Zach was, like, Zach was done with it. Like, with everything he's talking about, like, he's just complaining. He's like, oh, whatever, like, fuck those guys. Like, they suck. All they care about is results, results, results. But then the moment he gets called... He's immediately like, I'll go back. Yeah. That's, that's, you're giving me another chance. Thank yeah. you. He's like yelling, thank you. He starts singing when the saints go marching in. I love yeah. Zachariah so much. I'm so sad he's mm -hmm. dead. What a good villain. Yeah, he's great. Uh, while the like bar is shaking, glasses are falling over everywhere, the windows explode, the guy, the human's eyes burn out. He's just sitting there sipping, like, oh God, he's fucking here to execute. Yeah, it's me. a classic GIF. Of, it like, is. It's really the good. The bar shaking and he's just sitting there sipping. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. a reaction. Is he sipping or does he drain his drink? Well, whatever it is, he's like being extremely he... blasé about this explosion. Yeah. Bar. Yeah. He's sipping. Oh no! At yeah, it, he and does sip it. Yeah, he doesn't drink the whole thing. Michael, like, hey, get it over <laughs> with. And then Michael's like, you got another chance. And then he picks glass out of his yeah, cup yeah, and drains the rest of it and then oh. strolls out. It's so good. Absolutely iconic. It's so good. Stuart's glasses and he says, crack Back in before business, his eyes boys, catch fire. This bar full of dead humans. It's so the good. The bottles are exploding. Oh, yeah, this is a great cold open. I love it. And it ends on a shot of like Stuart lying dead on the bar, with his eyes like burnt to a crisp, and his glasses like melted, which mm -hmm. is pretty, which which rocks. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, this is a really great. And then the rest of the episode is a huge bummer. Yep, <laughs> it's great. I love Supernatural. We start immediately with Dean drinking. Uh -huh. Zach is the only one having a good time in this bitch of an earth. So true. Well, not for long. <laughs> it, yeah. I like that Sam immediately realizes like where he went. He's like, how's Lisa mm -hmm. doing? Yeah. God, yeah, when says, characters uh, know each other... It's not too hard to figure out the stops on the farewell no. tour. <sighs> Sam's like, how could you just walk out? Like, this is how it ends. He's like, how could you do that? And Dean says, how could I? All you've ever done is run away. Sam says, and I was wrong oh, every single time I argument. did. No. Yeah. Sam's like, Bobby's working on something. 
does not answer. Like, no, they've got nothing. Mm -hmm. They truly are just running out the clock. Yeah, they're treading water, trying to maybe find some last-ditch thing. Yeah. Um, Sam says, you know I have to stop you, and Dean says, yeah, well, you can try. Just remember, you're not all hopped up on demon blood this time. And Sam says, yeah, I know, but I brought help. And that's when Cass is like, sleepy time. (laughs) He's my best friend for real. So true. I love him. I love when Cass shows up for plot reasons. Yeah. So true. Give me I love it when he's plot relevant Cass always. Angel in the machine. Mm-hmm. They have an angel. Why don't they just use him all the time? I don't mean use him. Angelus you know what I mean. <laughs> because the angel doesn't want to help. He just wants to sit around drinking mimosas. Yeah. Everyone in this, everyone in this room has depression. Yeah. They all need therapy so, so bad. Sam's, like, dealing with it the most, but but my man's depressed, too, I think. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sam's method for dealing with it is just, like, like find the outlet for all this helpless energy. Yep. Uh, Mine, too, so man. So he's like, if I, if I stop moving, I will die. And Dina's like, if I, stop running I have already game. stopped moving. <laughs> I'm not in at least three tabletop games, I will die. It's true. It's not literally true. I'm fine, more or less. Um, he is in like three tabletop games, though. I'm in more than three, Ash. Um, speaking oh, of, <laughs> speaking of people not being fine, Bobby, oh. buddy. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Dean, Dean's sitting with all of them, and he goes, "No, this is good, really. You know, eight months of turn pages and yep. screwed pooches, but tonight, tonight's when the magic happens." Nuclear and options, like, You're all not, that's left. You're not helping. Um, yeah, nuclear is the only option we have left. Michael, not, Michael can ice the devil, save a boatload of people. And Bobby says, "But not all of them. We got to think of something else." Yeah. Um, and Dean says, "Yeah, well, that's easy for you to say, but if Lucifer burns this mother down, and I could have done something about it, guess what? That's on that's me. That's on me. All those people. It's on me." And Bobby says, you can't give up, son. And Dean says, you're, you're not, not my, my father, father, and you ain't in my shoes. Why would you say and that Bobby's to your dad? to pull out a bullet. Why would you yeah. say that to your yeah. dad, who is suicidal? Literally. Yeah, Bobby pulls out a gun and a bullet, uh, and Dean's like, what is that? And Bobby says, that's the round I mean to put through my skull. Every morning I look at it, I think, maybe today's the day I flip the lights out, but I don't do it. I never do it. You know why? Because I promised you I wouldn't give up. And oh my God. this conversation oh my God. is interrupted oh, by yep, plot. Yep. <laughs> Bobby's got but, his own especially dark memento mori. Yeah. Oh, buddy. He literally just has that bullet rattling around in his pocket 24-7. Yep. Yep. Fuck. It's good shit, this scene. It's real depressing. Yep, it's really good. There's a really good, like, wide shot after Bobby, like, yells... Like, I promised you I wouldn't give up. And it's just like, everyone's quiet, and it's just a shot of the room from behind Bobby. We see, like, Dean leaning against the wall. We see Cass, who's, like, giving Dean this look that I don't know how to interpret. But it... Well, actually, no, I know how to interpret. I know how to interpret. This is the start of, like, Cass's absolute rage toward Dean that will pay off later. But yeah, look Uh at that. Look at the look on his face. He's just glaring. And Sam, Sam yeah, meanwhile, so is looking at Bobby like this. Like, oh, that's my dad, and he wants to die. You're my dad. Boogie, woogie, boogie, woogie. woogie. Yeah. And then, Ka- and then yeah, Cass interrupts things like, oh, I got an angel headache. <laughs> oh, something's going on. And then, poof, 
There you the go. wind just like blows up all the f papers. Love when he flies and papers go everywhere. So true. Shouldn't they? D sorry. <laughs> what? They should fly towards. Technically, yes, <laughs> Emma. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Technically. <laughs> Since there is now a gap of air where he was and is no longer, that air should be rushing to fill the vacuum, so the papers should be blowing towards him. Yes. Towards where he was. But, on the other hand, his wings have flapped, so they're yes, it's disturbing. True. It's like, true. it's fine. It's I think true. it works either way. No, it's fine. I was saying if that If it was as a teleportation, joke. then the papers should go towards him. But since it's wings, I'll allow it. I don't know fucking anything about aerodynamics, so I'm like, haha, paper go burr. <laughs> <laughs> Vacuums want to be filled. I know vacuums want to be filled. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what they're for. Anyway, uh, oh, cast. Yeah, vacuum. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> um... nature abhors her? <laughs> no, because she want to be filled. No, thank you. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Oh, anyway. I didn't understand your joke, so. <laughs> Wait, you haven't heard Nature of Wars of Vacuum? No! What the fuck does that mean? Presumably because air always goes to fill it, but like... <laughs> it's uh, Aristotle, Space. right? Aristotle said that? Oh, fuck about Aristotle. <laughs> yeah, it was Aristotle. Yeah, about vacuums? <laughs> and probably had dust bunny senators bed. <laughs> I will not give up my place as the resident, resident himbo. Fair enough. Anyway... Okay, anyway. Cass finds this goop spot of dirt and tries to touch it, um, but then there's angels there, and so he kills them because he's a bamf. Yeah. It's, this bamf. angel's a big nerd. He's got glasses on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even he's... have any lines. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This angel just looks like a nerd. It's funny. Okay. Cringe angels. Like, it looks like a like a like a like a desk clerk. He's just a guy in a suit with glasses and like a goatee. The cringe nerd angel versus the Chad Castillo. Yep. Yeah, this fight scene is is all right. It's like real shaky cam, but um I like the, the physicality of it anyway. Uh and it's cool when we get that like uh above shot, the like from the you can see it from below and Cast does this like cool knife trick where he uh disarms one of the angels. That's neat. I like that. I love it when Cass. He, like, um, hold on, let me dissect, like, the motion here. Because the other guy comes at him, and Cass sees it coming, and, like, whips his coat out, and takes the stab through the coat, and then, like, makes the other angel that he's, like, grappling. Oh, no, 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 no. He's going to stab this angel with his knife, and the other angel's, like, forcing him back, and he drops the knife, and then catches it with his other hand, and stabs that angel in the gut. And then spins around uh, because of the explosion and kicks the other angel like in the like chest area, I think. Or no, hits him in the chest. And then, yeah, spins around and cuts his throat. It's good. It's a good. It's good. I liked it. Castrolism it cool. claims another victim. Wait, what? I, I did. Think we I all did. have a crush on Castiel. Oh, yes. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I wasn't sure if the victim was the angel or me. No, that was you. I, listen, I'm a sucker for a well, like, like a cool strategy in a fight scene. Him, like, using his coat to block the knife and then, like, uh, doing that knife trick where he catches it. It was really cool. Yeah. I take what I can get out of the show's fight scenes. 
This one was like <laughs> cleverly thought out. And then he pulls uh, Jake out of the ground. Jake, Jake is Jake? the actor. Sorry, Jake is the actor. <laughs> I guess he does pull Jake out of the ground. He pulls Adam up and he pulls shows Adam out of the ground. Whoosh! Another blow, blow of papers, and he says, "Help!" And they Sorry, bring the actor. The Sorry. Yeah. The 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 actor's name is Jake Abel, and the fact that the boys are descended from. Like Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel, etc., just makes me think of. And guess of... who they never even cast? Yeah. So Jake Abel just makes me. It makes me think that that's his actual character name because it sounds like such a character name, not a real person name. I'm sorry, Jake that's Abel. That's true. They would have named him Jake Abel. To be fair, Jake Abel does sometimes act like a character and not like a person, <laughs> but in the way that all supernatural actors are. Uh, again, there's something in wait. the fucking water. I yeah. I can't wait until we can talk about Jake Abel on Twitter and TikTok. Jake Abel's so hot funny. ones. Jake Abel's on hot ones. No, I don't know if he, he was on hot like, ones. He think I think he put up his own hot ones. Oh, that's very funny. In character, literally in character, he just made his own promotional content. Yeah, well, we will talk about it once we get to like season six or seven, whenever that stuff happens. Cool. It's got to be at least seven. Anyway, so Sandler, anyway. that's our brother. Commercial break. And Bobby yep. says, wait a minute, your brother, Adam? They told him about him. Mm-hmm. I love that the angels had to go pull him out of the ground. Yeah. Well, yeah. They He's weren't not just going to let him to... sit there and dig himself out of the ground like they No, I know, but I like that they can't just teleport him out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's neat. they to go literally dig him up. Maybe they wanted to, so that he would feel indebted. Yeah. Mm, those manipulative bitches. Yep. And also, I think he has been digging himself out because, like, doesn't Cass just grab his hand? Yeah, his hand is, like, reaching out. He's, like, in yeah, the middle like of digging himself boom. out. Yeah, presumably, uh, Adam... Did they, they, they gave Adam they a hunter for body, Hunter's funeral, they? so they must have, like, buried his ashes and then, like, his body formed around them. Yeah. So he didn't have to dig himself out of a casket like yeah, Dean yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... He's just, like... And he probably wasn't buried as deep because they just buried some ashes. Yeah. That's whack. Yeah. He's gonna be... There's gonna be dirt in places... Yeah, I mean, later he's, like, lying on a bed when, like, he's all dirty. I'm like, oh, they're gonna have to wash that whole bed. Mm-hmm. They don't have to wash that whole man. He's gonna have dirt on his insides. Also, I guess they told Bobby about Adam. That's what I was saying, yeah. He yeah. knows him. Mm-hmm. I don't think John would have told Bobby about Adam, so I think the boys <laughs> no. telling him is the only... Yeah, I think by that point, yeah. uh, Bobby and John were probably not on speaking terms. I mean, I don't know. He was pretty... He had, like... At what point, I guess, because like he could have told them when he was uh, born or like when John like found out about him, which was when he was like, what, like 15? Oh, no. Right. We talked about this. Right. Because John, John, John went to um, find him after uh, Sam left. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, you're probably right. They probably weren't on speaking terms because he didn't know until then. Yeah, yeah, okay. Bobby yeah, 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 you're super right. Bobby and John had their falling out when yep. Sam and Dean were kids. Yep, 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 Yeah, I forgot that John did not know that he had a son until uh, he was, like, a teenager. Um, anyway, uh... Imagine waking yeah. up because Cass just branded your ribs. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Like, that shit hurts. Anyway, yeah, Adam's here, and it's... He doesn't... He doesn't know these guys because we never met Adam, but now we have. No, they expect the him Adam. to not know, but he does know because the angels warned him. Right, because the angels told them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that this Adam is, like, more of an asshole than the previous Adam who, like, was trying to lure them in by, like, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so he's so annoyed. It's fair. Like he doesn't know these guys. He doesn't care. He like barely cares about John. He yeah. was literally in heaven already. Yeah, he was just chilling. He, he was just making out with his prom crush. I don't know why I said crush and not date. Whatever. Does prom count as a date? I, I think so. I think it's a date. It's. I mean, you have to ask somebody yeah. to do it. It's like the date. Yeah, fair. For high it's schoolers. A specific date. Yeah. Dean immediately being like a big brother Dean here, being like, oh, look at you. Did you get to third base? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like, can we focus here? <laughs> Dean, it's not the time. This guy doesn't like you. Yeah. You can't tease him. Like, you, it's, it's not like that. No. It must suck for Sam and Dean, because, like, they feel like they know this kid, but, like... The person yeah. that they knew was like monster who was trying to kill them. Yeah, it's it's rough. Their lives are messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, third base specifically, and then just like hold that for like two more minutes. <gasps> Wait, what? <laughs> um, because Adam that? is all like, "Well, the angels want me to be John Winchester's thing now. I mean, bloodline, so he can be Michael's vessel." Um, and Cass is like. It's not oh, possible. Maybe they're desperate. Right, Maybe right, they right, wrongly right. assumed Dean would be brave enough to withstand right, them. He's right, so right. pissed. And Dean yeah. says, say the line. Not for nothing, Cass, but... The no! Line. That's the no, wrong line, no. Ash! Okay, he, that's like, he doesn't say that for another 20 minutes. I'm going to go hide my head in the minutes. sand in shame! <laughs> Why is it real, real, like, everyone turns to you in the high school production of Hamlet for you to, like, say your line. <laughs> and you, just, you say something that's, like, two acts later. I'm in a whole different script, baby. I said something out of Julius Caesar. <laughs> anyway, he does not say that. He says... Are you oh handing God, me you the torch again? Gonna, you guys are just going to fucking give me hanging. Chance. He says, all right, you know what? Blow me, Cass. He does. Yeah, I wrote that down. He does say that. Third base was literally just out of his mouth. Blow me, Cass, heart emoji. That's what I have in my notes. <laughs> so, the... So Adam says, the angels tell him that I'm chosen to save the world. Me and some archangels are going to kill the devil. I am Michael's vessel. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Later, Zach says, we didn't lie to you. <laughs> yeah, you did. You told him he was Michael's vessel. That's literally not true. He could be. He just, they, they don't want him to be. He is technically mm. a vessel Any for Michael human in the same could way that be Nick Michael's is a vessel, vessel for Lucifer. No, Fine. no, he's specifically, he is better than Nick was. Right, all right, um, yes. okay. Like, he's, he just, is he's just uh, one step removed. Right. He's just not the ideal. Right. Exactly. Dean is a five-star S-tier gotcha drop. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> Adam is, like, three-star. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dean is one of the ones that you have to, like, pay real-life money for all the stars you need to... to by that wish adam's Damn. when you just you get when in like your first couple of hours of playing where they like to award you those yeah. points yeah you've got like 10 atoms and you all fuse them into one atom to make him a little bit stronger he's a good like uh -huh. starter <laughs> character but yeah yeah yeah. you keep him you keep him in your party for like the first like man act of i would campaign. love it if there was a supernatural gotcha game <laughs> Oh my god we need Genshin i want Impact i want i want beach party castillo <laughs> He's so got a little, he's got a little like rubber ducky, uh, like inner tube. He's got oh his like God. scuba mask on. <laughs> they never got to take him to the beach. They didn't take him to the beach. That's why this show. That's why this show would be better as an anime, because then we'd have a beach episode. So true. And unfortunately, the, the they couldn't have Madhouse a beach episode. Show. There was a post that was going around. So now I'm gonna have to find it. Um, 
a post that was going around that was like they couldn't have a beach episode because somebody would have to rub sunscreen on Dean's back and it wasn't going to be Sam. <laughs> so true. It's very funny. Um, yeah, I was going to say, unfortunately, the Madhouse show does not get to Castiel. Stops at season three or at the end of season three. Um, yeah. Sam says the angels are lying to you. They're full of crap. And he says, I don't think so. He goes, why not? He says, because they're angels. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, I mean, fair enough, man. Like, Yeah, if you aren't, I was going to say if you aren't a Winchester, I guess Adam is sort of a Winchester, even though he doesn't have yeah. a name. Um, if you aren't specifically Sam and Dean with experience with how shitty angels can be, I guess you would think that. Yeah. I mean, there's real, Adam has real, like, no thoughts head empty, He's like, or simple thoughts only in this scene in a way that's very funny. He's like, well, they said the fight might get pretty hairy, but it is the devil, right? So we got to stop him. In fairness, he was in heaven. Like, I would also yeah. probably believe No, angels. yeah, exactly. It's it's extremely fair. Um, Sam's like, there's another way. Adam's like, great, what is it? Dean says, we're working on the power of love. Adam goes, how's that going? Dean says, mm, not good. Not good. <laughs> Yeah. This is how you know they're related. They're just assholes. Being an asshole is genetic to John's family line. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of genetic to John's family line, yeah. yeah, this is the episode that establishes that uh, John was the Michael end of things. Yeah. Um, meaning Mary could have been a Michael vessel? Wait, I mean, no, uh, a Lucifer vessel? I said the wrong word. Yeah, Mary is a Lucifer okay. vessel. Mary could have been a Lucifer vessel, which would have fucked so extremely Mary's hard. Mary's descended from Cain. John's <laughs> descended from Abel. I know that makes no sense because Abel died before he had any kids. And they're both from the same. And they're parents. both yes, and they're both yes. It, it does it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and who are their wives anyway? Whatever. I guess we meet one of them. Um. <laughs> in other in other news, I drew Castiel in a rubber ducky floaty. So true. Oh, good. Oh my goodness, incredible. But this needs to go in the refs. I love this so much. Oh my That's god! That's why I put it in the refs oh channel. Oh look at him! Yeah. That was a real quick. You did that quick. I did. That's why it looks like ass. Oh yeah, I love how messed up his hands are. <laughs> <laughs> Just censor the hands. Just like get little black bars and cover his hands. No! <laughs> He's holding a. Hold on, I'm gonna scroll over. He's holding a drink. He's holding a bubble tea. Is he? I'm deciding it now. I am making okay. it a bubble tea. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, Sam's like, because we're blood, Adam says, you've got no right to say that to me. Bobby's like, you're still John's boy. Adam says, no, John Winchester was some guy who took me out to a baseball game once a year. I don't have a so dad. So true. So we may be Oof. blood, but we are not family. My mom is Oof. my family. And if I do my job, I get to see her again. So no offense, but she's the one I give a rat's ass about, not you. Fair. Yeah. And yeah Sam yeah. says, fair enough. The explicit devaluing of like blood family as highest relation. Like He's so right for that. So true. Also, I love how this is the the metaphysical opposite of family don't end in blood. Exactly. You're literally sitting in Bobby's house yep. right now. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, Adam's like, you pitched this old dewy-eyed bromance thing. I love Adam. He's such a bitch in this scene. It's uh -huh. great. But the truth is, I'm on lockdown, aren't I? Because he like tries to leave, and they're like, we got beer here. Yeah. Take a seat. Yep. Smiley face. Mm-hmm. Also, he remembers the monster like, well, eating him. Dad was trying to protect you, and Adam's like, I yep. still got eaten by a fucking monster, yep. didn't I, though? Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, that's John's fault for leaving survivors. Yep. Cass, no, you're gonna drop that bubble tea. It's tipping. <laughs> 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 
Don't drop your bubble tea, Cass. Oh no, Cass's bubble tea went everywhere. No. Oh no, he's down on his knees trying to pick up the tapioca pearls. <laughs> no, the, it's it's one of those bubble teas where you get at like the actual bubble tea places where they seal the top with plastic. He's fine. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I love Adam and Sam's little conversation about John here. Yeah, it's really good. Sam says the one thing worse than seeing Dad once a year was seeing him all year, and Adam says, um. It was just him and his mom. You can say whatever you want about our dad, but the truth is I would have taken anything. So good. Such tasty grass yeah. is greener. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like, they're both jealous of their the other person's relationship with their dad because he was such a fucking yep. piece of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I can't change the past. I wish I could. But and Adam's like, what? Are we going to hop in the family truckster? Pop on down to Wally World? <laughs> He's so funny. So He's such an asshole. He's such an asshole. Get Sam's ass. Um, Sam's like, Um, tell you one thing, with an attitude like that, you would fit right in around here. Yeah, the the, the snark is genetic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find this post, but the the post that was like, John had three kids and somehow managed to convince all of them that they were the least favorite. (laughs) Literally. Oh, that's really funny. Oh, uh, yeah, Dean's like, I'm not going to let that kid do it. And Sam's like, yeah, no, I, I get you. I'm not letting you do it either. And Dean's, Dean's like, that kid's not taking a bullet from me. Like, how many people we've gotten killed? Sam, Mom, Dad, Jess, Joe, Ellen. Should I keep going? Sam? Yeah, you did say Sam. Oh, sorry. How many people have gotten killed, Sam? Mom, Dad? Well, I mean, he, he, they have gotten yeah, Sam killed. Yeah, there's a period there, not a comma, but yeah. Yeah, vibes. sorry. How many people have gotten killed, Sam? The fact that they Sam? don't even mention Ash. Mom, Dad, Jess, Joe, Ellen. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Maybe it's because he's cool You just hung out with them. He is cool Yeah, I guess it. Ash did say it's fine. <laughs> Sam's like, it's not like we pulled the trigger. It might as well have. I'm tired, man. I'm tired of fighting who I'm supposed to be. So I'm like, well, maybe could you take a second and stop trying to sacrifice yourself for a change? Maybe we could stick together. Dean's like, I don't think so. He's like, why? Dean says, I don't believe in you. I don't know whether it's going to be demon blood or some other demon chick or what, but I do know they're going to find a way to turn you. Sam says, don't say that to me, not you of all people. Dean says, I don't want to, but it's the truth. And when Satan takes you over, there's got to be somebody to fight him and it ain't going to be that kid. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh Oh my God. Sammy. It's really tasty. It's so hurtful. Mm -hmm. Um, On a much lighter note, the start of that scene is Dean in the panic room, Cass yes. staring at him. Yes. Now you can say the line, Ash. Yeah, D- Dean says, not for nothing, Cass, but the last person who looked at me like that, and he like clicks his tongue, yes, I got laid. He literally winks, and Cass just intensifies his stare. Why? For why? I mean, for why? The, 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 I can put my straight goggles on and say it's a, he's making a joke. He's teasing his friend. But Yes, exactly. Yeah. But, but, but why? But also... <laughs> It's such a weird But also, thing it sure sounds like flirting. Especially because you just told him to blow you. Yeah. Um, Last day on Earth, right? At the, yep. At the end of the scene, Dean, like, tricks Cass with an angel banishment sigil. and uh, Exactly. Okay, but wait, wait. Let's, let's, let's say how he did that. Yeah. He, like, we don't see this happening. We just see Cass coming down and, like, finding the room in this state, which is to say things are, like, knocked over. Um... You can't see Dean. He's, like, hiding where you can't see him through the door. And so Cass goes in like, Dean? Uh, and that's when Dean reveals yeah. his sigil and banishes him. 
with the door still open so he can sneak out. Uh, he was banking on Cass being worried about him. They're friends. Yep. I mean, yeah, yeah of course they are. Even though Cass is so, so mad at him. They've said they, yeah, they're friends. Yeah. Um, right, yeah, I forgot to mention. Yeah, they're pu- they're putting him in the panic room because they're afraid he's going to go <laughs> to the he's angels. He's a flight risk. Yeah, I skimmed over that for the gravity of that very good Dean and Sam scene. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if he goes... Oh, also, there's a good um, there's a good bit in between that where Bobby's like, "How's he doing?" And Sam's like, "I don't know." And Bobby says, "How are you doing?" And Sam does not answer. Oh, Sam! You know how in uh the oh fuck the company that made Until Dawn, Supermassive. Yeah, you know how in Supermassive games sometimes you have the option to, to, to say, say nothing. Say nothing. Yeah, uh, Tells Hill yeah. games too. It's a classic like contemporary narrative game thing. Yeah. Um. After Dean runs out, um, Bobby and Sam strategize, and Sam says, yeah. I'll get Dean, you watch Adam. And Bobby says, you might have noticed he's got a slight, got a height, slight advantage. height advantage. And Sam says, cuff him to your chair, I don't know, just watch him. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, my notes. Um, Bobby says, where's Cass? And Sam says, blown to Oz. My notes say, blown, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks me up. from two weeks ago. <laughs> I think that might be what I had tried to write it as well. It looks like a B, and then like an H, and then like something that might amount to an O, and then the W N. So I think that <laughs> H might be an L. Yeah. Fair enough. You ever you ever hang out with your boy bestie in a dungeon and then get blown to Oz? Hmm. Okay. Mm. Why are you as a man getting blown? <laughs> By another man. Um, okay, so Adam is sitting on his park bench where his mom used to take him on her day off, which is really cute. Yeah, um, this, he's just this, like sitting like, there very calmly. Really cool. He's like smiling. He's waiting. Um, and then instead of his mom, Zach shows up. They filmed this probably on like a super foggy day. It's like on top of the color it's grading nice being like extremely sepia and like fuzzy. It's also like the sky is just like flat, like gray, and the visibility is low in the distance. It's cool. It's it's very good. I like it. It's very dreamy. It's very dreamy. Um, Zach decides to slander the Winchesters. Yeah. Uh, okay. He says, you know Sam and Dean are psychotically, irrationally, erotically codependent on each other, right? Hate that. Die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop putting incest jokes in your show where everybody ships incest. Yeah. Not a fan. Well, not everybody, but... Not a fan. Yeah, no. I do. I do like the like. They're not going to give a funny crap about you. They'd rather save each other's sweet bacon than save the planet. They're not your family. Mm. Um, I will say this one's less of a joke in terms of like, haha, wouldn't it be funny if people thought they were a couple? And more like he's saying this because he's, it would be something yeah. gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I get it, but it's still it never yeah. ever. This one's better than most of the incest jokes stop. lines, but like, yeah, it's yes. it's why why are you feeding them? Mm-hmm. Um. Then Dean is on a street corner with the preacher. It's so good. I yeah. Love this scene. Uh. Dean shows up and says, "Hey, I'm Dean Winchester. Do you know who I am?" And the preacher says, "Dear God." And he says, "I'll take that as a yes." Oh. Mwah! Mm-hmm. It's really good. And then he falls to his knees and starts the Lord's prayer. And then Cass shows up. You pray too loud and fucking knocks his ass out. Yes. Yeah. That's what my notes say. It has yeah. uh, really seven good. S's and five exclamation marks in all caps. It's a really good scene. Cass is very, very cool in this episode. I love him. And then Cass beats the shit out of Dean. Just absolutely kicks his ass. Just absolutely this is, annihilates him. I will him. say a very horny scene. Uh, yeah, there's a bit where he like shoves him, shoves him up against the wall, 
and yeah. says, like, I gave everything for you, basically. Yep. He says, I rebelled for this. Yeah. I yeah. gave like everything for you. Him. And he says, I gave give everything for you, and this is what you give to me. It's good. It's good shit. And Dean, instead of resisting, he starts going, do it. Just do it. And Cass, like, we see him unclench his fist, like, really close mm -hmm. up on his fist. Um, and then instead of punching him or killing him, he just knocks he him just, out again. He just does his sleepy Brings time magic. Mm -hmm. Cast sleep. Yep. Yeah. Dean's HP is yeah. low enough for it to take effect. I'm sorry. He casts, he casts go the fuck to Betty by. <laughs> and then they appear back in Bobby's house and they're like, oh my god, what happened to him? And Cass just goes, me. me. Yeah. I Meanwhile, did. Adam's been teleported out. Bobby's like, where'd he go? Yeah. The angels took him. <laughs> Sam says, Bobby, what, what do you mean Adam is gone? And Bobby says, should I say it in Spanish? Which yeah. went around after Spanish dub dropped. Oh. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> They're like, God. where could he have gone? And then we see him in the in the like I was gonna say the like null space room, but no, it is in real space. We learn this quickly. Mm -hmm. It's in a different in dimension, I think. I don't think it's completely illusionary in there. I don't know. I guess it's um It's just a box in a warehouse. Yeah. The there is a physical space it inhabits, I, but the inside does not match the outside at all. It's not like space wise even. That's fair. They do like warp it around with their angel powers. Yes. I like that they use, it's like they got the beer and burgers for Dean. Zach's like, you got the same refined palate as your brother. Yeah. Adam just like starts chowing down immediately. Yeah, and this is where they reveal that he's a claimy scrap of bait. Mm -hmm. Zachariah is going full businessman. He's like, we have to terminate your position at this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and he says, we didn't lie. We just avoided certain truths to manipulate you. He's so <laughs> it's good. So funny. Yeah. Adam's like, I'm supposed to fight the devil. He says, mm, not so much. Also, in this line, he says the tumblers finally click into place. Yeah, I also down. wrote that down. <laughs> so true. Uh, the tumblers are clicking into place with 518 point of no return. So true. And then he says, hey, if it's any consolation, you have to happen to be the illegitimate half-brother of the guy we do care about. That's not bad, is it? He's so He's such mean. a bastard. <laughs> I love, I love the angels. They're such You still got your severance. Still got to see your mom, okay? Oh. And then Adam sees, keeps like arguing. He says, "You know what? I keep hearing this." And he does like a, like the hand blah, blah, motion blah. you do when blah, you're blah, making blah, like blah, a sock puppet. Hear your fingers yeah. tapping together. Okay, I did it really close to the mic. You're welcome. No, it's good. It's He's good. doing like it's a little, a little puppet motion. Thank you. And he says, well, "What I want to be hearing is this." And, and then closes the mouth, and Adam thing. starts like coughing up blood. Yeah, yeah. it's great. He's such a freak. And then he goes. He goes, yeah, that's better. <laughs> Dean's been so. tied up um, or handcuffed back in the panic mm. room. Uh, yeah, he's been tied up. Uh, mm. And uh, he's, he's like, don't, piss, don't, off the word, the don't piss off the nerd angels. Yeah, Castiel, Castiel has proven that he's not a nerd at this point. I know he looks like an accountant, but he's a badass. Yep. <laughs> you can be bull. Love my life. Uh, Love him! Sam drops the exposition. He's like, pretty much a no shot in hell, Hail Mary kind of thing. And Dean says, ah, so the usual. Classic. Love when characters do that. 1% chance is 100% chance. Oh, it must be Tuesday. <laughs> and, oh, oof. Dean says, it's either it's a trap to get me there to make me say yes, or it's not a trap and I'm going to say yes anyway. And I will. I'll do it. Fair warning. Huh. Yep. And Sam says, when push-ups, you'll make the right call. But Dean says, if tables were turned, I'd let you rot in here. Hell, I have let you rot in here. Which is not the same thing, but yeah. I see his point. 
Dean's like oh, self annihilation wow. is at its peak right now. Yeah. And he says, why are you doing this? And Sam says, because you're still my big brother, which makes me lie down. Yeah. That's his big brother. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, then they make fun of the beautiful room being in California. Or specifically yeah, in like, Van Nuys, California. Yeah, Dean goes, where the hell are we? Yeah, Van Nuys, California. He's like, where's the beautiful room? In there. The beautiful room is an abandoned muffler factory in Van Nuys, California. Where'd you think it was? I don't know. Jupiter? A blade of grass? Yeah. Things like this show is stupid. Yeah. But like in a way that I, like first of all, it's self aware, so I will forgive it. But also yeah. like it fucks so hard that it's yeah, so mundane. I change my mind about like being sad that it's just a real place somewhere. I like that it's just like a weird, like fake set in an abandoned warehouse in California. I think that's good actually. I change my mind. Yeah. And you know what? I've been to California. This looks like places in California. They found a place in Vancouver that looks like California. <laughs> Um, Cass starts stripping. Dean is watching him take off his tie. Yes. Oh God, Cass. Okay, so Dean, he says Dean he's gonna go Sam take on five angels. Like, Why is he doing that? Yeah, and Dean says, "Isn't that suicide?" And Cass says, "Maybe it is, but then I won't have to watch you fail." It's so funny. Oof. He's such a Oof. bitch. He goes, "I'm sorry, Dean. I don't have the same faith in you that Sam does. Not yet, Ugh. you don't, buddy." No. The colors are really nice in the scene also, like they're in sunny California, so it's nice and bright and not gray like it often is. Mm -hmm. uh, he pulls also out a really box like cutter and then like, he walks he... inside. We yeah. don't see the in-between. But... Yeah, he's got the box <laughs> cutter. He does not have his like angel-killing knife, which is a fun, like, what's he going to do with that? I think he does have his angel blade. He's just not holding it when he walks in. Yeah, but that's what he I mean. Takes he pulls out, out a box cutter instead of his yeah. angel blade. That's the weird part. Yeah, Sam's like, what the hell are you going to do with that? And we will find out in a moment because he does this fight scene, kills one of them, um, but then he drops his blade and taunts yep. the rest of them. And as they close in on him, he rips open his shirt. Thank you, Jeremy Carver. And he's got an <laughs> angel banishing sigil cut into his chest because he's a freak. Yeah. Um, and he slams his hand into it to activate it, and all five of them disappear. Yeah. Not the dead one, I guess. Wait, does the dead one disappear too? I don't remember. I don't remember seeing a body now. on the floor, though, so maybe? Anyway, yeah, it rocks. He's yeah, so cool. the, like... Um... Oh, okay, the transcript says that Dean finds the one slain angel, so I guess that guy stayed. Okay. Um, this is a, like, uh, uh, cross-shaped AoE attack in the tactics game. Like, oh, you're gonna hit X number of spaces. <laughs> Which I just... was the thought I had when it, like, zooms out, because you can see, like, each point of light stretching out from him in like the shape of a plus sign like hitting each of the angels it's rad it's mm -hmm. very cool he's so cool he's so cool. and of course I, the thing i really like here is it works on him too like he yeah. has to banish himself to do it uh, the sigil is literally on his chest i would be disappointed yeah no i know i'm just saying like it's neat that like that's yeah. how like of course that's how it works so, like we've seen him use banishment sigils before right yeah that and it hasn't banished him yeah that was, yeah, that was where I was going with this. Yeah. Yeah. Brain Which, like, I don't know how that works, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah, the dead angel's lying there. So the, the boys go inside. They find Adam. Adam says, Dean, it's a trap. He says, I figured. Uh, uh, real quick, behind? I just want to say, oh, like, the sorry, just the beautiful room looks like shit from the outside, and that's a really good yeah. metaphor. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, like, made of, like, crappy old wood. Like, the whole thing's an illusion. Yeah. Sorry, go on. I just wanted to point out that. 
Yeah, that's like good. Uh, Zach says, did you really think it would be that easy? And Dean says, did you? And as Sam tries to come at him with an angel blade, but he just immediately gets knocked the fuck out. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Sam starts, like, lolling on the ground with his tongue out. I'm kidding, but he looks like the, like, XP emoji. <laughs> he fucking ragdolls. <laughs> Bleh. Also, Zacharias kind of got like, he's like, for us, a firing? Pretty damn literal. Which, yeah, that's fun. Does that mean that they go to hell? No, I think it just means they destroy them. Right, okay. It's not like good omens. Yeah. Yeah, fallen angels are just peoples. Yeah. They's just peoples. Right. Um, then <laughs> Zach has a great line. He says, it's all playing out like he said. So I guess the boss man would be Michael in this case. Yeah. Um, you, me, your hemorrhaging brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So true. And it cuts so to funny. both of them like bleeding on the ground, like <laughs> coughing up blood. It's like, bleh, 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 bleh. <laughs> uh, Zach says there's no other choice. There's never been a choice. Mm, when the free will hits. Mm, so true. Fake blood tastes sweet, right? Depending on what it's made of, but yeah. yeah. It's like. Usually they use corn syrup, or if it's like store bought yeah. brand name stage blood, it's minty. It's like. <laughs> Sounds. <laughs> Sam and Adam on the ground just chewing blood capsules like nom 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 nom. <laughs> like gushers. Like yeah, like gushers. Anyway, Dean's... I would imagine that oh, it like tastes sweet enough to not like make you vomit. Yeah. But it probably is not pleasant. Yeah. If they wanted you to like eat it, they could probably mix it so that it would taste yeah. better. But I would imagine they just don't regular. want you to eat it. Yeah, I haven't actually <laughs> tasted stage blood, yeah. but I have been in theater, so I do know. Anyway, Dean says yes. And Zach yep. gets this, like, delighted look on his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, like, makes him repeat it. Yeah. Uh, starts summoning starts, Michael. He starts summoning Michael, exactly. And as he starts, like, chanting and whatever, uh, Dean winks at Sam behind, like, yeah. Zach is not looking. It's like, ah, okay, there was a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has this oh. little smirk on his face. It's really good. He's so Shout cute. Shout out to Dean. Oh, it's very cute. As where he's like, I have a few conditions few people whose safety you have to guarantee before i say yes which is what he was talking about with lisa yeah um but also he says most of all michael can't have me until he disintegrates you which we talked about in the synopsis um he says before michael gets one piece of this sweet ass he has to turn you blah 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 blah. um that's also in the sex first shift set (laughs) of course it is um why do my notes say gay here sweet ass i don't know i guess it's somewhere then, in between coughing up blood because it looks like lipstick, and I wrote that down. So, I, I don't know. Zachariah says... Zach, Zach, you really think Michael's going to go for that? And Dean says, who's more important to him now? You or me? And then yeah. Zachariah is like, you listen to me. You are nothing but a maggot inside a worm's ass. Yeah. Do you know who I am after I deliver you to Michael? And Dean just says, expendable. Yeah, and then, yeah. of course, this whole thing was a ploy to get Zachariah's guard down so Dean could stab oh. him through the mouth and, like, up into the brain with his angel-killing knife. It's so it cool. Owns. Zach says, Michael's not gonna kill me, and Dean, anacoded says, maybe yep. not, but I am. Yep. Ugh, and then we so see, uh-huh. like, his, like, burning, like, light-filled face reflected in Dean's eyes. Yeah. First uh, human to kill an angel. He also, like, pops and, like, sends Dean flying back, which is cool. Uh-huh. And then, do we get the wings on the... We do yeah, get yeah, the wings. Yeah, I don't think wing, it's yeah. immediately, but yeah, we do get the wings on the wall. I have... Yeah, it's basically immediately. It's after Dean gets knocked back here. I'll have, I have the screen cap for the refs. Oh, um, wings. You're gonna have to deal with the loud ringing uh, uh, thing, because I'm not turning off captions, but... Um, Michael continues to be coming. 
Like, oh god, that's such a good shot. It's such a good shot. It's, it's really so well posed. Oh my god, the wing shots, best decision ever made. So true. Uh, anyway, Structurally, they, I disagree with Supernatural, but they did kind of pop off with the uh, dead angel wings. <laughs> um, they they just they just leave. They don't leave him behind, but like they, Dean drags Sam out, and uh, the door just closes on Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they literally did leave him behind to save each other. Yep. Just like Zach told him they would. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the light continues to increase until it just stops and fades and the door is yep. no longer burning hot and it's just like a fucking office inside the yep. beautiful room yeah. is gone yep. it's so good it rocks mm-hmm. and we see the last we see of adam is him like turning around and looking into the light yeah as the the like whining sound starts to die mm-hmm. away yeah, yeah. it's really good t- sam's like good. Bye, later when they're in the car <laughs> is like you think they're all right and dude's like i doubt it yeah yeah um, then Sam asks what changed Dean's minds, and he says that he looks over to Sam, and all he could think about is the stupid son of a bitch brought me here. Oh, he says I just didn't want to let you down, and Sam says you didn't. You almost did, but you didn't. And then it's uh, good. Dean, Dean says I owe you an apology, and Sam tries to brush him off, but he says let me say this. I don't know if it's being a big brother or what, but to me you've always been this snot-nosed kid that I've had to keep on straight and narrow. I think we both know that that's not you anymore. If you're growing up to, enough to find faith in me, the least I can do is return the favor. Oh my god. Oh my True god. Destiny, Their right relationship the is maturing. They're we take the fight up. to them, do it our way. Ugh. This is this episode rocks. This episode's so good. What Family. a great like return to the show after not watching it for a couple weeks. I really yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good. Really tasty. Really tasty. Yeah, everything it it just felt so like right in terms of like the growth that like they go through in this one, like what Cass does and like what he's willing to give up even though like he doesn't think they're going to succeed, he like still is willing to do it. Um we see Dean like come up to the very edge and be like, "No, this isn't me." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he got so close. Like, yeah. It's good shit. It's it's so good. So good. Good episode. Good fucking episode. Um, do we have any actor facts? Do we have anyone new? Oh, nope. the angels. Anyone interesting? They're no. They're just okay. they they don't even have speaking roles. I think they're just stunt actors. Well, guys, season five is heating up. Yeah, we got find four out episodes what's happening. left. Yeah. yeah. Four episodes. We got nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, and then we'll yep. be done with Kripagera. And we can yep. do our retrospective. And we'll do, just as a reminder, yeah. we're gonna do a seasons one through five postmortem with special guest Mitch. So if you have question, if you have questions you want us to, if you have funny things you want us to like answer or talk about, please write in. It'd be fun to have people send in stuff. Yeah. If like we'll find shit to talk about, we're us. But yeah. <laughs> this is the time. Mm-hmm. Um. So next week we are going to be talking about uh, episode nineteen, Hammer of the Gods, classic. Um. um is it not okay? It's written by Davin Laughlin, so like bleh. content okay. warning. I for only remember that. the, the <laughs> part at the end, so I don't um. remember the end. I do remember that there is. Uh, this is the one that has like other religions brought into it, so it's mm-hmm. almost mm. certainly it's... brought handled badly. Oh, it's uh, a yeah, it's we will a talk Gabriel about episode, that next though. week. Yep. It's a Gabriel episode. It is a Gabriel episode. And after that is The Devil You Know, which I don't remember at all. Let me check real quick. Let's see. Oh my god, The Demon Crowley. The Demon Crowley. I've just <gasps> been waiting this whole time for Death to show up. Brady. Soon. Soon. 
he's in 21. Okay. Um, hold on. Let me see if oh. I actually, like, recognize anything in this episode. Let's see. Oh, my God. Okay, well, 20 is a Sam episode. Oh. It's, it's got one of the Sam scenes of all time to me. Which one is that? Well, Brady's in it. See, I didn't know who that was until I literally, like, started reading the synopsis. <laughs> okay. Brady is, is famous in Sam circles. All right. Well, look forward to that, everyone. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, please rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choice. Um, and until next time, hey, we're going to be setting aside our uh, our differences and the problems we have with each other, etc. And we're going to we're going to band together. We're going to team up. We're going to kill this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Go, Go home. home. Shut up. <laughs> you can't you can't oh, I do this recording, it's perfect. I couldn't ask for better. The Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org. Licensed under an attribution share alike 3.0 international license. Find the link in the episode description. Bye.